TheMX.com Show. Brought to you by BTOSports.com. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, the OGK Dub, Kenny Watson, and the Tweet at Tits Legendary Q&A segment brought to you by BTOSports.com. There's no possible way I'll ever do math this stuff. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Yeah, welcome to the show, the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening on this Tuesday night edition of the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Big-time guest tonight, big-time show tonight, and uh, let's get right to it. Thanks to BTOSports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Fly Racing, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, Race Tech, and Black Ops Motor, our new sponsor on board. Thank you, Black Ops. Check them out, everybody. And uh, we'll get more into that as we go along. But I'm your host, Steve Mathis. Awesome show tonight. Mitch Payton, Kyle Chisholm, Mike Brown, and uh, Mike Mason uh, in studio here in a little bit. We don't quite have him yet. Freestyle legend Mike Mason. I'm your host, Steve Mathis, with me to talk about everything and digest everything, break it down the only way he knows how to. My friend, Kenny Watson. K-Dub, what's up? What's happening, Steve? Good to see you. You too. Thanks for coming in on a Tuesday. Not a problem, dude. I like that. Not a problem. Do whatever I got to take. I'm not like tits. Yeah, you're not. No, I, I know this is a priority in my life. And, what, a, uh, what a quitter. Yeah. You know, I, I got a normal job, too. What are you doing right now? I'm going to try to... This headphones are jacked up. These are the ones I hooked last no, week. No, they're fine. No, I, t- I, I tested them. I can't... I can barely hear myself. You got to turn my volume up in my ear then or something. Okay, hold on. How's that? Better? Uh, Yeah, that's better. Okay. Better, better, All better, right. better. Um, How's that sound? Good? Yeah, I'm, you're good to me, bro. Book? You're good to me. Not answering your call tonight, not taking your, your producing the show is uh, tits legendary. But instead, we uh, we got a bench player, um, none other than my wife, the lovely, the talented, the beautiful Pookie Mathis. Pookie, what's up? Hello, hello. Hi. Hi. That's a team player right there. How's it going over there? It's Put good. down we got the a call already. I'm very nervous. Y- you don't give me any slack. This is a lot of pressure. I, we need perfection, bro. Right. Perfection. Hey, That's what we the, do. The hottest ticket is she put down the mop and picked up the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, I like it too. Good job. Um, big show tonight, but uh, don't forget you can get the uh, you can get the show on iTunes. You can get it on Stitcher. Uh, you can also get it on the Pulpamex app if you want afterwards or live tonight. We'll have it. Uh, we'll have it on later. Uh, we're gonna get emails, voicemails, tweet at tit segment now called the tweet at Pookie segment for for this week. And uh, Pookie, you going to be okay with Mike Mason in studio? I hope so. He's not here yet, but hopefully soon. Hopefully, he have keeps to his run pa- down and open the door when he comes here. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll, f- we'll figure it out. But yeah. hopefully, he keeps his pants on because he <laughs> kind of loves being naked. Oh, he loves does? it. Oh, he my. loves being naked. Hey, move your mic stand toward closer oh, to okay. you if you can. Okay. Uh, let's start the show off the only the best way I know how to. Sinjin, what's up? <laughs> what's going on? What are you doing? Uh, not much. About to go to school. I just wanted to. Like I already, I left a voicemail, but I wanted to tell Kenny personally. I apologize for that voicemail last week. Oh, good, I was bro. just meaning for it to be a joke, and I understand. Like thinking it through now, that like it could get you in trouble. I'm sorry about that. Not a problem, my friend. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll get it. It's all good radio, dude. And but I'll, at the time, I was kind of bummed, but and I'm gonna play your voicemail tonight. I was thinking with the apology to Kenny. So <laughs> it's oh, okay, okay, yeah, exactly. And also, yeah, I just have school, so I, I'm not gonna listen to the whole show. And also, you guys stole Black Ops Moto from the best the radio show in the world, DMXS. I, I agree. We I, no, we didn't steal them. They they decided yeah, to yeah, do yeah. both shows. We didn't steal them. Yeah, right? 
Yeah. Oh, and you, I cannot believe Jimmy. Can you believe that? I'm um, getting close to shooting myself in the fucking face. I know, dude. I know. Bad, bad deal for Jimmy. Is he gonna have to get surgery or anything like that? I think no. I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be okay, from what I hear. Jimmy Albertson hurt before the Motocross Nations, and uh, Kyle Chisholm, our guest tonight, had to fly yeah, I'm not in a fan of him. on last minute. Yeah, not a fan of him. I told you about that. Not a fan of him. All dude, right, have a good show. Who cares? All right, see ya. Bye. Later, Sin. He doesn't like him because of the politics. The old, the Obama <laughs> and and uh, what's the other guy? Romney thing. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Who cares? Politics shouldn't make people enemies, right, Kenny? I I don't. Yeah, I'm not getting um, that. Hey, terrific show tonight. Which guests are you most looking forward to talking to? Mitch Payton, Mike Brown, your old rider you sponsored with Utopia Goggles. Kyle Chisholm, your your 2013 rider, should be your 2013 rider. Or Mason, your buddy, is going to be here. Or Mitch Payton, the man who you well, have I got more respect for than people, anybody else. People that don't know Mike Mason, uh, you're in for a treat because he is quite a unique guy. Um, Mitch Payton is always good. Mike Brown, a lot of history with Mike Brown. Um, Kyle Chisholm needs to pull the the, the nuts out of his throat or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he'll be good. It's, it's going to be a good shot. Look yeah. forward to it. Let's uh, Mitch, fair to say you have more respect for Mitch Payton than anybody else in the industry? Um, or? I have a lot of respect for Mitch because he is probably one of the few that calls it as he sees it. Right. And if he, he speaks his mind. He doesn't hold back. And if he if he's pissed, you know he's pissed. And I, I like to deal with people like that. I don't like people to sugarcoat shit and Pretend like you know, like you know, everyone when it's not, and you know, since I've been doing this, I've, I've, as soon as I started managing teams, I went to Love this guy right here, and he's always given me, right. you know, good direction and gave me a lot of, you know, good advice. Um, and for the first time in a while, you're not going to be with him next year. Uh, no, we're not. Bummer. That's got to hurt. But things got to happen the way it is. But yeah, it's not. Um, it's for not sure, a... you probably tried to make it happen, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, we're, yeah, we're doing what we got to do, what's best for between us for right you, now. Between you, well, even RC on his Suzuki, he ran pro circuit the whole time, right? Like, He's never ran anything but pro circuit right. his whole career. So even though he was sponsored by Suzuki, and even though they switched over to Yosh a couple years ago, whenever he would show up for a race or Loretta's or, or even a parade lap at a Supercross or whatever, he would have a PC Always. bike on, PC Always. muffler on there. So he's Every champion, he's every championship he's ever right. won, which is a few, he's a few. always yeah. had. He's always um, had PC stuff on there. Uh, Speaking of Mitch Payton, um, just got back from Europe yesterday, Kenny. Motocross the Nations. How's that? How's that? Um, Did I miss anything? <laughs> no, no, doesn't, you didn't miss doesn't, anything. Doesn't sound like it. Uh, USA lost first time in uh, eight years, I think seven or eight years S- since you were there last, right? Yes, yes. I no longer am the last member of team on the last USA team to lose. So who the? But sh- Gothic J sh- is one and two at Motocross the Nations. By the way, he's one and two. He went there with me as who a he, helper. Who do you go with? This he lost. He went there he, with, and he worked for Barsha this this weekend as a helper. No, as the main mechanic. Schneike was the helper, and uh, he won with Canard. No, was it Canard? No, I don't know. Short or Andy? He won with Andrew Short. So Gothic J one and two at Motocross the Nations. But let me tell you, afterwards uh, I interviewed Mitch. I, I, I mean, you know, shit happens. Uh, you lose. Uh, yeah, I you think- got to lose every once in a while, and, and let's face it, the cards were stacked against USA winning. But hey, he was pissed. I, of course, he, he was pissed. He, he doesn't like to lose anything. I mean, right? He goes fishing. He doesn't catch any any fish. He's pissed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the way he is. But I look at it like you know that, that that's a whole different type of racing um, in on that track. And if you were to take, if you were to have a Supercross donations. and bring all those guys over to Anaheim and let them ride <laughs> Supercross for one week. 
same thing is going to happen. They're, they're, it's going to be very, very hard for those guys to compete with us. Yeah. And I, I, we sent the best guys that we could, but in my eyes, that was the RB team. Because Villapoto was out, mm-hmm. Stewie was out. We sent Stewie Villapoto. Yeah, but you can't because of the under twenty four age rule. Okay, that's fine. So but can't. even if we bring, if we put Baggett and one of those other guys on the big bike, there's, there's no. I mean, dude, we'll, we'll, we'll have a lot better chance than we had. Well, I would think. I mean, the weak link of the team was Ryan Dungey this year, and he's going no matter what. He didn't have a good race. Yeah. So, but, I mean, to but, me, but he he was our best guy. He was our guy. Ah. He was the guy that would have been in the donations no matter oh, what. That's, that's even what I mean. if those three guys are there. Yeah, yeah. And he, everyone could talk with, say what they want. No, no, that's what I mean. So no matter what team we, we send, Dungy's always going to be there. Exactly. Right. And everyone's saying, oh, th- this was a Roger sucks. This, no one sucks. Yeah. Brian Dungy was our guy. And I'm not taking anything away from Ryan. He's awesome. And if he would have had some good finishes, if he would have got two thirds, we would have won. I need to look at the points, but maybe, yeah, maybe. Um, so I, I right. mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, you can't be perfect all the time. You you can't win them all. And you know what? Our hat, my hats are off to uh, Germany and and Belgium. All those those guys did awesome. It's um, it's great. It's great for the sport in general. You know what I mean? It, they would it, not have won if Ryan Dungey got in two thirds. Actually, they oh, would have really? lost by four points still. Yep. So they needed they needed well, a little if, more. But anyways, yeah. Did you was that with the throwout moto with Barsha? Yeah, you still throw out the same moto. You still throw okay. out the, the moto wouldn't change. Hey, there Look he is. Look who's in studio. Here's Mike sh- Mason. What's up, man? How are you? Grab a chair there and grab the headset. Freestyle icon. Do we call it icon or legend? Which one? Does it matter? Washed up. Freestyle. Washed up. Arm pump. Uh, freaking guy. <laughs> Speed and style. Uh, you can hear okay? Everything good? Yep, good. Okay. All right, pull that mic a little closer to your mouth there. Perfect. No, not your mouth, not your nose. <laughs> What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yeah, Thank no you on the Pulp Mech Show. Mike Mason, Speed and Style, X Games gold medalist, um, Nuclear Cowboys. Um, Arena Cross what Best I'm, Whip uh, Champion. Yeah, back in the <laughs> early 2000s when what, I was young and dumb. Right, long time ago. Uh, thanks for coming in and sitting in, and uh, we're just getting to the Motocross of Nations. Did you watch it? Did you follow it? Did I, you? I followed it on Twitter. I didn't yeah. really get to watch it, but, but yeah, it seemed what, pretty gnarly. What'd you think? America um, Lost. America Lost. That's always a bummer, <laughs> but... Bless their little hearts for trying. You know, I guess the track was gnarly, and yeah, so it a lot was stronger than me. <laughs> it was a gnarly track, and like you said, Kenny. I mean, Barsha, you're sending Dungey no matter what, and he was off, and that was the bottom line. Yeah, and Baggett got second in MX2. He had nothing for Roxon, but he was second. So I mean, that's not exactly too bad, even though they don't count individual like classes. They go just. You, you, know, may, you may be second MX2, but you could get 14th. I, I, I don't care. We went there a week early, and we did some testing. But those guys are those guys know that. Right. I mean, they, they developed their bikes, their tracks. And, you know, I know, you know, Dungey rides a KTM. They have a lot of, you know, resources in Europe, and they have a big, strong team. But yeah. at the end of the day, they're, they're still going to let those guys develop and do what they got to do. Wow. And, and I think yeah. just what I've seen and what I've read – you know, the people that I've talked to that I've been there, it looked like they did not have the rights. They they struggled a little bit. Yeah, no, Dungey's bike bit. was bad. It was, and, and Roger admitted it. And Bones, uh, Bones admitted it after the race. He thought he didn't think Dungey's bike was on where it could be, and he also blamed a little bit on Dungey. The, the Carlos, his mechanic, said, you know, like you watch Hurlings and Caroli, and they're like air wheeling over the bumps. You know, they're just pulling up, and they're like, and Dungey's more in the front, kind of sitting down a little bit more. Like you can watch the sand styles, and you're like, oh yeah, we don't well, have that's, it. That's Right there is a perfect example of those guys riding that yeah, track. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, those... li- Caroli lives right by there. You know, they ride a GP. I mean, that's it's like you said, going to Elsinore. If we had a, I mean, they live, you know, or Southwick. 
There's always locals at Southwick yeah. that rip, you know? It's right. like the same kind of it, thing. It really Have you ever raced Southwick? No, I will never race that track ever. <laughs> I was never did you ever race nationals? Yeah, did, I did. Uh, did you? Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I did the California ones, and then I always did like the last four. And oh, okay. Actually, I think I made four 250 nationals back in like 2000. Oh, okay. I yeah. knew you did Supercross and all that. I remember yeah. those days in Arena Cross, but I didn't know you Do did Do you remember nationals. Salt Lake City? Mm-hmm. Out of Big Boar. I whole shot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Big Boar buddies. <laughs> yeah. Big Boar buddies. Kenny had one in 97. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I had to cheat. Um, 250 class? 250, uh, like, 120, class? 125s, yeah. yeah, and then I missed the 250 main by like a couple that night. Double class in it. Yeah. What year? Uh, 2003, I think. My last year so the first year they went to Salt Lake, I think. That would have yeah. been the first year. No, second no. year. Yeah, it was uh, That was Red Dog and Re Ferry. Or that was Ferry and Carmichael main event thing. Oh, three. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. I Anyways, think I was already yeah. sleeping by then. I was so tired. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Um, but yeah, I didn't think Dungey's setup was very good. And But I mean, that's, that's not an excuse. That's just the way it is. But what are you going to do? They still got third. They still rode well. Barsha was great uh, in the second moto. And, you know, what do you think of his move on the Diker? Um, some U.S. guys, Steve Cox, is like, the Diker cleaned him out. The no, Diker cleaned he him didn't. out. He, I don't, no. It didn't look like it. He, right. he, was, he was holding his line. Yeah. It doesn't look like he moved over to me. But, yeah. But Steve Cox knows way more than I do. He was there. I'm not calling it from the couch. <laughs> I know everything. Um, I'm yeah. not calling that crap from the couch. I'm not Dan Dunes. So, Cox, <laughs> you're the man. All right. Well, you seem to call out on nationals this year, though, from the couch. So. Yeah, I'm going to do that, too. Um, but uh, my buddy Antonio Caroli signed that flag right there. He dominated. It's good to see. Team knows. Good job, bro. You know, I, I, I go over. I, this is the, I've been to three GPs, and every time I go, he kills it. And, he, and I, I come back, and I go, oh, wait, do you see Caroli? And we go to Destinations, and he crashes or sucks or gets hurt. or Everybody's like, where's this guy? And I'm like, he's, trust me, he's world class. But how many world, how many world titles has he won? Six. Wow. Yes, five or six. What's Stefan Everts? Everts has got ten with the all-time record. Is he yeah. going for that one? Yeah, yeah, definitely wants it. No doubt about it. He's um, – I asked him if he was coming – you know, he came to the U.S. a couple years ago. He tried some super – he was going to race some supercrosses, and he, I think KTM was like, uh, no, after watching him ride. So then, he, they, so then he tried to ride outdoors and get ready for outdoors, and he just found it terrible in California. He was like – he's like Comp Edge, <laughs> Cahia Creek. He's like, what are you guys doing? Let me ask you uh, a question here. Uh, how was it to see Coppins out there? That was his last ride. Yeah, correct. Yeah, right? last race. Uh, he's yeah. Coppins was awesome. He they didn't they had to make the they made the B final. Uh, Kyle Chisholm, Puerto Rico, Zach Osborne also had to go to the B final. He won the B final on Sunday morning, thirty minutes plus two laps. Had about an hour and a half and had to go to thirty minutes plus two again, and then had another hour and had to do another thirty minutes plus two. So three motos. Why did he have to ride three motos? Because they qualified for the A main. New Zealand went one, two in the B main. Okay. Cody Cooper and him. So then he had to ride two more motos in the A main. So he went out for his last ever race, but he went out with style, riding three 30-minute motos on that track. What so, happened with Zach and the team Puerto Rico? Uh, I hope Zach calls in. He, th he said he might, but, man, I'll tell you what. Zach was – Chisholm flew in, got in Friday night. Like He got the call on Thursday to go ride for Puerto Rico because Jimmy Albertson got hurt. He's super tired, so you're not going to expect much from Chisholm. Their other rider is a real Puerto Rican, and he's a nice guy, but he wasn't very good. He was near the back every time. So Osborne's their biggest hope. He's, he qualifies fastest on Saturday, number one qualifier, out of rocks and out of everybody. Goes to the, to the, uh, main, to, goes to the qualifying race. He's all alone in sixth. Like, no one near him. No, he can't catch a guy in front of him. He's not going to get caught behind him, and he weeds up, crashes, and goes finish his way back. Like he, they just needed one good finish to get in the A main. 
just one guy had to get. If Zach would have got sixth, it would have been enough to get in the AMA. So, so he blew it. It's on team. Zach's shoulders. It's on Zach's shoulders because then Chisholm went out on a weirdo bike, Olin suspension because they couldn't. His suspension didn't show up, and yeah, it was ugly. So, um, not good for Puerto Rico. I really thought they could do well, and you know Osborne qualified fastest. So. I told you they should have taken Michael Essie. <laughs> Puerto Rico. They should have taken him for sure. Uh, Osborne just said he's going to be on a plane. He can't call in. They should have took Michael Essie. They talked about it. They called him. They called me. I was sitting in Newark. They called me asking me who 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 I think should go, which guys I wanted, which which I thought could go, and I thought get a guy on the East Coast would be the best because three hour time change and flight would be cheaper and less time on a flight. But they had already called Mike, so guess who I said? Of course. Guess who I said? <laughs> Phil Nicoletti. No. Bob Canari. Canari. <laughs> so I called Meathead. He was out riding. He goes, well, I got Montreal Supercross this weekend. And I go, well, what do you want to do? He's like, I want to race the Nations. Screw that, man. I'm racing the Nations. And then he was couldn't get all of his Canadian team manager to get out of it. But he was all about it. But Chisholm gave him the answer first, so he got the, he got the ride. Who won Montreal? Who do you think won Montreal? Bob Canari. No, he got second, third. Matt Gerke won. Tyler Bowers got second. Yeah. Not, yeah. Montreal, dude. It's a shadow of its former self. Tyson, what's up, man? What's going on? Hey, how's it going, fellas? Good. Hey, thanks uh, Thanks for calling. You got a question for any one of us? Yeah, well, um, well, you guys were just talking about uh, calling Bob Canary. Do you think uh, Gerke could have had anything for him with him being such a great rider in the sand? Um, no, I don't think no matter who, the only person that would have made a difference, could have made a difference was Ryan Villapoto. but. No, I'm talking about Puerto Rico. Not, oh, not Puerto USA. Rico. <laughs> oh, uh, no, Chisholm's a great sand rider. And I, I mean, what are you going to do when you, you sh- fly in? Mason, you've flown to Europe how many times? You fly in, you, you get in the afternoon before you're supposed to race. Like, it's kind of hard. Yeah, that's gnarly. Right. Sure. I always sleep for like a whole day when I get there. Right. Same as I do. Yeah. And I don't even race. Right. Uh, but Canari... Chisholm, Alessi, whoever you're going to send is going to be the weak link. Kyle got better every time he got on the track. Unfortunately, they didn't get to the A final to get on the track. Do we take an alternate with us there if no. someone got hurt? No, but you can You can do an alternate up until the day before the race, like Puerto Rico did. But they would have to whoever whoever got hurt, they'd have to find the guy to ride that bike. So like if Barsha got hurt, they'd have to call Tomac. If Baga got hurt, who's the next fastest Cowie kid? I don't even know. Hey, hey guys, my, my real question was, uh, you know, one of the big discussions is track prep. You know, some in the U.S. people say, you know, we, we prep it too much. Some people say we need to leave it rough. With it being sand, did, did, what was the track prep like with the, um, with the donations? There wasn't any. It went out on... They just let it ride? Yeah, they, they, they smoothed out some jump faces on Saturday night. There was three... Coppins told me three or four jump faces were fixed on Saturday night. But that's it. They just left it. And that's another thing that Carlos told me, Dungy's mechanic. After the very first practice on Saturday, Dungy wanted to change a bunch of things on his suspension. And they were like, this is nothing. Don't, don't even sweat this practice. This track is nothing like what we're going to race on. But, again, he was just searching for a better, better answer. So Yeah, it, it, there were some deep ruts out there. Yeah, no, it was a pretty gnarly track, no doubt. Yep. All right. For sure. Thanks, guys. Thanks, man. So, Mason, um, 
before we get Mitch Payton on the line, what's up? What's what's going on with you? What's happening these days? Um, not a whole lot. I've been taking some time off since X Games, and you know, I had like pretty long winter. Did Nuclear Cowboys, and I went to India for a month, and then came home and switched bikes before X Games. So I was riding that whole month, and after X, I was just kind of burnt out. So what do you go to India for? Uh, I did a demo tour over there. Oh, really? Yeah, it was gnarly. First time ever we did skate, BMX, moto, and it was quite the experience, wow, that's man. that's cool. Yeah, so it was cool to right. check out. I mean, it was super easy riding. We rode like 15 minutes every Saturday, so I flew all the way over there to ride like four times for an hour. <laughs> nice. But, uh, yeah, so did well, that. Well, all paid then, for it, of course. Yeah, and so, yeah, yeah, of course. But, uh, yeah, just been kind of motoing here and there out of the track here at Sandy Valley. And, it's like open? I said, yeah, and it's oh. good. They've been bringing a bunch of sand. Well, and, and you said it was closed. Boulders, Boulder's closed. Boulder closed. Oh, you said Sandy Valley. Sandy I'm Valley. sorry. Yeah, yeah. I got it mixed up. Right. Idiot. Yeah. Sorry. What do you yell at him, Watson? Don't but, worry, uh, dude. This is r- routine. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so Sandy Valley's pretty good? Yeah, Sandy yeah. Valley's good. Been mowed on a lot, but uh, we got a do tour in San Francisco in a couple weeks. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to go to Chile in November and then start Cowboys back up, so we'll be getting busy again. How is that Cowboys thing? How it's, is that? It's fun. I mean, it, the storyline's kind of... It's made for kids, right, you know. So yeah. for us, like thinking we're bad dirt bike riders, all tough and stuff, tattooed up, we're yeah. like, we got to kind of understand it's for kids. But the riding aspect and the show aspect of it's fun. Yeah. You know, we're jumping, we're doing four wide backflips, and you know, big flames going off and stuff. So it's kind of right. like you know different. It's not one dude out there riding around now. It's a bunch of us riding, and yeah. it makes it fun. Do you like doing contests or? Uh... No, we didn't. Yeah, no, we, we did. No, we didn't. Yeah, remember when Travis? Yeah, jumped? it's called Nitro Circus. We went to. Oh. This is Nuclear Cowboys. Were you in that too? Yeah, the one here, not the whole tour. In that though. too. Yeah, but did you I'm see Mason? Just, he was oh the guy God. that. He was the what, guy you, that. Were you in the cooler? He was you the were in the cooler. No, 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 no. You were in the cooler. No, I'm only in the no, cooler he, he, for one you, thing. Bullshit! You were in the cooler after the show, pulling cooler's lights out. Oh yeah, yeah, no yeah. Doubt. yeah I was head first you in that thing then. Um, so contest or 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 uh shows what do you like shows for sure yeah because everyone gets along you get yeah. to go ride have fun with your friends you're still doing the same tricks you do in a contest right but just in more of a fun format where x games or something you know it's every guy out for his own and you're kind of just having to do what the judges want you to do and yeah. this and that so dude the, the judges poor regis yeah poor regis i love regis to i death, mean but it's not he just gets, him he, he just gets ripped apart yeah he's the guy that has to take the heat yeah because he, five he organizes dudes. all he's the boss of the judges yeah. right yeah there's five other guys that make a decision so Still love Regis though. I mean, I don't know much about freestyle and and all that stuff, but it seems to me like they're they're on crack. Yeah, the judges. Yeah, like, something's going on. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, again, it's my uneducated eye, but I'm looking at these guys going, what What are they thinking? Yeah. What are they seeing? And like me being, you know, like I've done the tricks and I've ridden the stuff that they're riding, so I can kind of like have a different aspect on it. Right. And when they're judging stuff, I just don't get it. Like, <laughs> you know, they make fun of uh, best whip for being a popularity contest. They do, yeah. But I yeah. feel like that's damn near what. Freestyle is. It's right. just five dudes. Well, who's picking. the judges? Who are they? I'm not sure this year. It was I think oh. like uh, Doug Parsons? I think was one, and uh-huh. Chris Rourke, and they're writers, so they yeah, have a good. Right? You know, they we could like their opinion is respected. But then there's like Eric Johnson, and I mean, like he's a good dude, yeah. but he hasn't ever backflipped a dirt bike. Right. You know, and there's a guy I think from Motocross Action. He's never backflipped. Oh, a Basher, dirt bike. that's right. Basher does it. Yeah, yeah. all yeah. cool dudes. Not nothing right, against right, them, right. but just you got to have people that understand what we go through yeah. and what the well, actual trick means. You and know? here's the thing about the about the X Games, and we've argued about this on the show. We had a huge X Games show where Watson got very upset at me. But good job, Ken. Here's the thing about about X Games is your whole season is on that thing. That is the by far your biggest event, right? Your most yeah. prestigious yeah. event. The most lucrative, maybe, mm-hmm. probably for you. I yeah. mean, you guys. It's you guys, our Olympics, basically. Right, okay. That's what we need. And it's your Olympics, and then they're making these decisions, and you're like, really, got like, yeah. This to me, it seems like you work so hard and so long for the biggest event of your year, 
And literally, there's been guys that have just been effed over. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, that's that's what sucks. And, you know, like back in the day, we used to have, you know, dude tours and that LG, like, world championship. Uh-huh. And, I mean, have X you Games ever won was, that? Yeah. How many times? Twice. Oh, world champion? Yeah, thanks, wow. thanks to Nate's wow. bike breaking wow. two years in a row. Yeah. That's, hey. I gave it's, Nate's, it's on par with that trophy right there behind you. It's in. There we are. Look at that thing. Yeah. Thank you. Beat McGrath. Yeah. 1999 summer cost. Tim Ferry. I remember that Me thing. Me tuning it. I've got the trophy. Yeah. Here in the house. It's Taking incredible. a picture before I leave. Oh, it's incredible. What a night that was. <laughs> what a beautiful night. But anyways, yeah. Um, so anyways, back to, back to, yeah, I don't know what's going on. I, yeah, I, I feel like, at least with Speed and Style, it's like, hey, I beat him. Yeah. Right. And that's yeah. what's cool about Speed and Style. Is, right. I mean, there's still three tricks, but it's still, we yeah. get to race. And like, even if I don't win the event, it's cool to know I won the race. I won something, you know? Right. Better than getting eighth place in freestyle doing Tricks that you could die on or something. You know? uh, speed and Style's out for next year? Speed and Style's in. FMX oh. is out, I heard, though. Oh, really? Okay, I, th- I thought I heard Speed and Style was out. No. So FMX is out. How would they, what, what? I think they're, from what I hear, this is all just rumors yeah. right now, but from what I hear, they're going to take a year. It's not completely right. gone, but they just know they can't do what they need to do for Freestyle in the Staples Center. You yeah, know, it's, no. a, it's a dumb I agree. The Home Depot thing, it was better Home Depot. Yeah, yeah, so I think, I heard they're even moving out of L.A., after next year, uh-huh. and I think they're going to they you know, do something there. Yeah, so hopefully it'll be better. And then the best trick, how do you feel about that? A lot of people, controversy with that and the fact that, okay, well, for a couple of years, you had the guy with the gardening gloves mm-hmm. uh, from Michigan. Awesome. Um, you had uh, Loza, who doesn't do anything but that one thing and puts together one massive trick that he pulled off one time. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of people talk about, like, what – and, and super dangerous, double yeah. backflips or yeah. the Jim DeChamp guy. Yeah. How do you feel about that event? Um, best trick. The one cool thing about it is it's definitely it helps the progression of our sport. Yeah. Because I mean, a lot of the stuff you've seen in best trick, you know, two or three years ago, guys are doing in freestyle runs now. Okay. So that's cool. But at the same time, it's the same as anything. Like the judging's weird in that. You know, there's guys yeah. like, like this year, Thomas Pages did a brand new body varial over 75 feet, and he got beat by guys hitting the 45 foot ramp. Right. You know, I mean, yep. the consequences to 45 feet compared to another 30 feet is huge. Yeah. And, yeah. So it's just weird, but I give props to all those guys. I mean, right. you know, there's only a handful of those guys doing that stuff, and there's a reason why. Yeah, well, that, that's why I ask you that because there's there's talk among us idiots that just watch it and follow it. Hey, it's getting too dangerous. Yeah. It's not. It's not. You got guys specializing in that. The the Jim Murray, Scott Murray, Scott, things yeah. things like that. So um, I don't know. Just getting your thoughts on it. Yeah. Did you didn't go to Montreal? I did not go to Montreal. It's too bad. Never been. I just talked to Button about that on the weekend because. The, they were offering pretty shitty start money to the racers to mm-hmm. go, like incredibly bad. And only Tyler Bowers went, who would be considered a regular. Yeah. Vicky Golden went, was a promoter's choice for the main event, and beat actual real dudes. Yeah. So she got like 16th. So anyways, my point is, is I was like, hey, Button, how did Montreal get Adams and Adam Jones there? And he's like, dude, they just it was a regular rate. I'm like, what? So I, they're paying their regular show up rate. Yeah. yeah. So obviously they value freestyle pretty much. We got to get you on that program next year. Yes, we do. You have an agent? No. Yeah, you're talking to him. Yep, I'm right. Well, good here. job, right there. Good job. No, you're talking to him. Yeah, but why don't you get me to get him in Montreal? You're his buddy. You're on Ken. You're his buddy. You didn't tell me, Kenneth. You didn't tell me. Hey, how about getting some freestyle guys in Montreal? You're Canadian. That's your fault for not telling me. <laughs> I don't know about that shit. <laughs> Crap. Hey, uh, Boogie, you want to get our, our first guest on the line? Uh, okay. Shoot. Okay. Are you okay over there? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. She's filling in for our regular call screener, oh. who's determined to his work is more important than the show. Yeah. And he'll be getting a pink slip. He's in, listening right now at his work. Oh, he'll be getting immediate pink slip next week. So tell him not to show <laughs> up. Uh, Mitch Payton's going to come on. I don't know if you, hey, feel free to ask any questions of any of our okay. guests. We got Mitch Payton, Mike Brown, 
Couchism. So anytime you want to butt in, and we'll get to some more. And you can also stay as long as you want. If you got to go, you can also leave whenever you want. Yeah, if you got to split, oh, you can split. Fun. Whatever you got to do, no, no issues. You want a beer? No. Damn I'm, it. I'm on the program. Oh, Are we, you? We don't have beer. Yeah, I don't have any beer. I got vodka Red Bull, but I don't have any. Oh, beer. oh man. Um, <laughs> what, what, wait, 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 when did we get on the program? I was just out with you two nights ago. Or yeah, three no, months. this happened yesterday. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> the, I just uh, had a long three months, so it's the, time to clean it up. The vodka Red Bulls left over from the Great Western Bank 100 show. What do you think? We had we had all the we had the Great Western Bank in here for our hundred show. Nice, all the original dudes. That's bad. Yeah, it was cool. It was, yeah, it was, that'd it was be cool. But it was one of those things where, and I got some more compliments from this weekend from some Euro dudes, Kenny. But it was one of those things where you got it or you didn't. If you were mm. young enough, you had no idea what Great Western Bank was. Yeah. If you're 24 years old, you didn't know. Yeah. We're getting old. I got so. it. I'm hey, old. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Uh, let's get our next guest on the line. He was at the Motocross of Nations as uh, a vital part of the team and. Um, Let's get his thoughts on it. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. Mitch, what's up? Hello. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. You just? I'm here. Did you just drop the boarding tool? <laughs> no, I'm just getting ready to head home, but I'll talk to you on the way. That's fine. Yeah, cool. Hey, well, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, we got Mike Mason in, in the studio and, of course, Kenny Watson in, in the house. So, Hi, Mitch. Hey, Mitch. Hey, guys. All right, so here we are, a couple days after the, the motocross nations where the USA lost. You and I had a, had a nice talk after the race. Uh, what's your thoughts on it now? Um, now we're a couple days out. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, things didn't work out the way it was, but. Oh, are you guys there? Yeah, we're here. Can you hear us? Oh, uh, no, I, I still kind of think the same thing. I mean,. I'm not bummed on our guys. I thought they rode really good, and you know, like every, every each one of them had their little struggles. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, like a a perfect day. Um, we we could have done better, mm-hmm. uh, but but to win um, would have been difficult after watching you know practice because right. you know we 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 knew Tiroli was fast, and so we knew her legs was supposed to be great in the sand, but. You know, like when when we saw that they were like, you know, four seconds or five seconds in one lap, I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> right, right. I kind of didn't expect that. And it was it was just so different. Like, you know, like, and I know I've heard it from the Euros, you know, like Tyler rides for us mm-hmm. and, you know, Christoph has, and I've had guys and, and they talk about Learoff and they talk about Lomo and all these tracks and, and I'm like, yeah, but we have Southwick. And they're like, no, it isn't the same, you know, and I'm like, oh, it can't be any different. And right. it's so, it's so different that I just can't even, <laughs> like it, well, you were there, you know, it's just yeah. so much different. Like it, it just keeps like, uh, where, where Southwick will dig down to where some guys, even at Southwick, it's a true story. They'll run a hard pack tire because it gets down to the base and they say it washes. Right. So they'll run a hard pack tire and there's just, there's no bottom to that stuff ever. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It, it'll dig down and like the inside rut where guys were running started off maybe. And it was, you know, mm-hmm. oh, a foot deep or something like that. And then it would be later on, it'd be a foot and a half and then it would be two feet. And then later when, when Roger and the guys walked the track after the, the Saturday, like they were standing in the base of this one corner, and it was like over, over waist deep. Right, right. <laughs> Jesus. So it was definitely, 
it was definitely a lot different than what we expected. And, you know, we rode on practice days, but even those guys said, yeah, but practice days don't get as rough because there's not enough guys on the track. Right. So, like, we kind of thought we were maybe okay going in, but, you know, like, when we saw the practice times and stuff, and it just it just looked like, man, we're in for a long day. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Kenny and I were doing the math there, and, like, even – even though Ryan didn't have the day he wanted to, but you know, even if he goes three three, which would be pretty good against those those guys, he, we still don't win. USA still doesn't win. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't just one guy; it was everybody. Sort of got an education in sand riding. No, it, it was definitely like I said. It it was uh, you know, it, it it kind of it's one of those things that you know, like you always say, well, winning starts in practice. You know, like so, mm-hmm. it's not good in practice. Well, don't worry. That's just practice. Right. And then all of a sudden, you, you realize that if you if you don't have it, it's not going to get a lot easier because the day is still the same, and whoever's fast <laughs> right. in practice is usually fast in the race. And that's exactly what happened. And and uh, you know, like you know, you got Caroli, who's an Italian, but when he wanted to win the world championship, you know, he moved from Italy and has a house in Lommel, and, and that's where he does all of his riding. You know, like, right. he practices in that stuff all the time, and they say he doesn't go to the track till 4.30 in the afternoon because track's not rough, and mm-hmm. you can you can tell. And, I mean, <laughs> all the all the major teams have workshops around there. Right. And it's it's pretty phenomenal. Like, it's, like if, if you're going to ride the GP, that would be, like, Corona or yeah. something, you know, where all of our Supercross tracks are. It's just like that. Yeah, maybe showing up at Elsinore or something. You know what I mean? Or or um, Milestone or whatever. Um, what would now? Obviously, nothing that um, nothing. What I don't think would change the result. But what would you do differently if you could? Uh, inside gate pick with with Blake and Brian, or maybe practicing during the week somewhere differently. Or is there anything you would do different looking back? Just at what at the result? You know, I, don't, I, I thought we did everything that we could do because if if we did a bad idea, then everyone did because everyone lined the light spikes up on the inside, mm-hmm. and all that was all that was about was you know like if they could get the jump and get to the inside of the corner, you know like they might be able to sneak around the inside and get a good start, and then if you start up there, that's what's that's what's so hard is like, you know, you're riding a light spike in the sand against the four fifties mm-hmm. and Roxon Roxon did a phenomenal job of that, uh, this weekend as he, he yeah. got two, two good starts and he actually, he attacked right off the bat and was able to like kind of work himself up there into the lead group and kind of, kind of hang in there and like right. pass a guy. And then he got passed by a couple guys, you know, but still, on a light spike, he did a really good job. And now, you know, like Blake, you know, his his MO is to whatever kind of start he gets, he has a tendency not to charge right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And it takes him, you know, like four or five laps to get rolling. And, and when you're riding a 250 against a 450, then even more guys can get by you. And then yeah. the first moto, he fell down 10 minutes in, and that put him back further. And, you know, he was good at the end of the moto. His laps were good and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. it was just the track was just so rough. I mean, it was it was pretty gnarly. Yeah, I mean, he did get second in MX2 overall. You know what I mean? So it's not like he had a, a bad race. Did he Did he not – he didn't fall in the first lap in his first moto? He just got that bad of a start? 
you know what? I can't even remember because yeah. I couldn't see like where right. I was at. Like I couldn't see the whole first part of. Like I probably could only see the last one third of the track, right? And that's it. Yeah. So like he could have tipped over, and like I stayed in the tower. Like I just I made sure what was going on, and then I stayed in the tower. Mm-hmm. Um. To, to watch all three motos with all the guys and stuff and just had radioed about some lines that I saw and it was it was definitely hard uh, 702-586-7857 if you have a question for Mitch Payton uh, Pro Circuit's Mitch Payton we have on for a little bit while longer give us a call and uh, and pick his brain Mitch, uh, one of the things you mentioned in the interview that I did with you after the race was Justin Barsha, obviously uh, a kid that uh, your guys have fought tooth and nail with over the years and uh, literally bam-bammed each other all around the track. You mentioned that you really got to know him and his family and, and enjoyed getting to know them a little bit, huh? Actually, it, well, it's, 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 I think, one of the things that we always talk about is, like, when you go there, you know, like, we're, we're supposed to be a team and we're supposed to all get along, and, and you always worry about it's too... Uh, 450 guys, can they can they pull it together for that race after what they've done? Well, this year it was, you know, like two 250 guys, can they pull it together? And and I got to tell you, Justin was, like, awesome, and parents were great, mm-hmm. everybody got along, and, and there was even a point where uh, I think somebody has a photo of it where Justin and Blake had swapped jerseys and we're walking around, you know, like, so they right. everybody got along, and, like, we, we really tried to work super close, so, like, everybody... Any, anything that everybody saw, you know, we'd tell all three of them. And I'm like, hey, is there anything you guys can tell each other out there on the track? You know, like right. make three everybody. They just they they worked really well together, and and nobody had any you know traumas or heartbreaks or nothing like that. Right. It was just a tough weekend, and and like I said, I mean, I think you dealt with two guys that were, you know, it it was. They were just great sand riders, <laughs> right. and they, they, you know, they all talked about it, but they proved it too. Right. Yeah, one of the things Trey Kennard told me after Lakewood was he was super intimidated by you, didn't know if you liked him, didn't know what to say to you, was scared of you, and then found out that you were an awesome guy and you helped the team out and you were all about the team. And he was like, man, he doesn't hate me, I don't think. I think, I think I'm good. <laughs> well, no, it's hard because, you know, like you – it's not that you hate anybody. I don't right. hate any of them, you right. know, but you kind of, everybody's rooting for their own and you're trying to yeah. keep it together and you don't, you know, like things happen where it doesn't make it as easy to just go hang out and bro down with certain guys. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, like I've had guys race like Owen and Wyndham and us raced against each other. We were just friends. So, like, we kept it that way and things right. happened on the track. I'm like, wow, sorry about that. And, <laughs> you know, like that and like we always had those little issues but we always kept it together. but then other ones I don't know as well so like it does make it different but yeah. I, uh, I think everybody got along really well and it was it was awesome to uh, watch it go down and it was it was cool uh, biggest surprise for you from the motocross the nations rider wise uh, track wise anything biggest surprise <laughs> track wise it was Sandier than you could explain sand as <laughs> one. Right. And, um, yeah. Stefan Everts has more trophies than I ever thought was possible. <laughs> oh, he's got a little museum, right? Like a Stanton museum in his basement or something? He has, Stefan has more trophies than, than most 
most then guys have, and he's got really cool ones too. So yeah. that was really awesome to go see his place. And then I was rider wise, uh, I would say it was it was two of them. It was being the guy and six time world champ, and he deserves a lot of credit. And right. then I would say Jeff for being as young as he is, yeah. you know, that you, you have to realize in the last moto, he was down in the first turn. I mean, on the ground, picked yeah. his bike up, and then by the end of the moto, had caught Carioli. Right. And was a little little bit, he said, gassed at the end is why he <laughs> thought he used up everything getting there. Yeah. But, man, for for that, I mean, he worked his way by all of us and everybody else on the track. I mean, he was clipping off times you were there like yeah it's like you're you're trying to think of like like you couldn't say that you know like if you remember remember the year where uh Dungey's bike didn't start and he started dead last yeah and it's like what was it sixth or something like that sixth. right well yeah. that was that was an amazing ride right and then that was kind of that thing again mm-hmm. here where you got a guy that was dead last and he went by everybody and there was times where he was like you know it was five seconds a lap, and we're like, "What could he possibly be doing that we're right. not catching?" Right. Well, he's just like, like he just, just floating above the sand, just like pulling huge wheelies, like massive wheelies, and setting it down, and just doubling and tripling. Like it's just, you're right. It was something else. Um, yep. We got Paul. Question for you, Paul. Thanks for uh, calling the show. What's your question for uh, Mitch Payton? Um, I don't know if you guys have already touched base on this, but was Baggett riding a? 12 or the new 13 uh, for the designation? Well, he rode the, the 13 motorcycle, but we we had been racing the 13 chassis um, in the Nationals after they got it homologated uh, for some of the races, and then we ran the 13 head at a few of the races. And the reason we didn't run the 13 shrouds and gas tank was the standard gas tank wasn't big enough. Oh, yeah. So we had to get, we had to wait until we got a gas tank that was larger. So, uh, uh, Martin Honda in Italy has a company that builds their stuff and they built a gas tank that they, they sell to some of the teams and we had them make a tank for next year for us. And we were able to get it. We only got it, uh, I think we got it the week of Elsinore. And we just didn't run it because we didn't want to change anything for the last race. So right. it was just we didn't run the 13 bike as a complete because the gas tank wasn't big enough. But we're good now, obviously. Right. All right, cool. Thanks, Paul. All right. Uh, next question, uh, Zach. Um, Zach, what's up? Thanks for listening to the show. You got a question for Mitch Payton? Yeah, I was wondering if, if you've been watch, working with Adam Cincerella more for his first pro race or have you been working with him the same? For the Monster Energy Cup coming up, you mean? Yeah, yeah. The Monster Energy Cup. Yeah, Adam's been out here actually, uh, I want to say like three weeks or something like that, which mm-hmm. we've been gone two of those. So <laughs> right. but, uh, he's been riding a little bit and getting used to the 250F, and uh, he looks looks good on it. I haven't been out there to see him ride as much as, as we'd like to, but... We're back now, and we'll probably get out there and watch him ride. Um, uh, I, I think he'll do fine. He's he's obviously a great rider, and and he's getting used to it pretty quick, actually. Yeah, it's gonna be that's gonna be an exciting race for sure. Hopefully, the kid doesn't like, you know, it's his first race on a, on the two fifty F, and he's racing against some guys that have been there for a while. And I hope he doesn't, you know, 
let the pressure get to him or whatever, you know? So. Well, I think he'll be all right. I mean, he's he's uh he's got a lot of a lot of time, obviously racing, and that helps mm-hmm. as much as anything. And then I I I hope he's getting plenty of laps in right now, and um, you know. Right. Um, more more important just just get him out there. Thanks, Zach. You know, there's one thing that you know that you're not going to have to worry about, Mitch, is uh, Adam, once he gets the mic in front of his face, he'll be fine there. <laughs> when he gets the microphone, when he gets an interview. Yeah, no, he's pretty good at interviews. He's actually a pretty polished kid. So, like, he's, uh, mm-hmm. he's pretty mature for his age. Um, Mitch, uh, 2013 season, what can you tell us? Uh, you got uh, – one one spot left on your team, it looks like. And um, what about 450s? Do you, are you going to go racing with any of those? Anybody in mind? Uh, I know it's obviously not. You know, maybe you can't tell us everything, but what what can you tell us about the 2013? Well, for 2013, um, we have Blake and Darren Durham coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, Darren's rehabbing his shoulder and just starting to ride right now, actually. And then um, we have. Uh, Martin Devalis and Justin Hill coming mm-hmm. to the team. Oh, exciting. All right. There, there's a rider there that Steve does not agree with you on, Mitch. He doesn't agree with Martin Davalos. Oh, Mitch knows. He does not agree. Well, <laughs> he doesn't agree with a lot of things. But, you know, I know even the donations, everybody had different ideas for picks and stuff. And, and you know, we talked about it after the race and, and we're thinking, like, you know, is there anything we could have done? You know, like everybody saying you should have done this or done that, and like right. I really don't. I really don't. We could have done anything any better than we did because I really felt uh, that the guys that we picked were great. And you know, like uh, Blake was our champion, and and she uh, was our champ, and Justin won. And I think Justin did a great job. You know, like so I, I don't think it's anybody's fault you know like it the chips are yeah. where they're at and and i i thought everybody did a great job and like we could have sent three other guys and i i guarantee you that no one else would have just came in there and right rip ripped that place apart because yeah. it it was something way different than than what you can expect i i agree with you and, and i wrote so much for my column tomorrow i i mean i obviously thought mike alessi deserved a shot but justin wrote great and the results do not change. I don't think, no matter who you send. I agree. It uh, it wouldn't have mattered on that day on that track. You know. No, it was it was it was it was definitely a uh, a different thing. You know, like it was it was just over the top, even more than you could expect it to be. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no doubt about it. It, it was uh, it was something. And, else. and we were, we rode it. We rode it. Uh, we rode a portion of like mm-hmm. Lomo when we went there was just a, a portion of the old track, and they changed some stuff and made a right. you know a, a big version of it or whatever. And we rode you know like maybe a half of it. Right. And God, I thought our guys looked pretty good, you know. And there was some there was some other guys that were going to race the race, and mm-hmm. our guys were great. Right. And but the track wasn't as rough as it got. And then we went to another track. Uh, I don't remember the name of it by the airport. We went there and I thought our guys looked good. And then we went to Germany and, you know, we had Muskin there and Roxon was there and Schiffer was there and mm-hmm. some other guys and, and, and we looked good. So like you, you can only assume on what you see, you're gauging it off of that and felt good. 
the only mm-hmm. two that we would have missed would have been the two that were so dominant. And I mean, those guys were on a another level, a yeah. whole another level. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, not just a little bit of a level, a whole another level. Um, yeah, I agree. And, and and what and there's nothing that I think would have changed. And um, and that's the way uh, the cookie crumbles. You know what pissed me off? And I'll let you go. We'll let you go right away. But you know what pissed me off? Some of the media members from other countries. Like taking joy in America, in, in Justin Barsha pulling in the mechanics area of Blake getting lapped. I was like, really, guys? We kick your asses. America, I'm Canadian, but America kicks your asses year in and year out at this event, makes you look silly. Here you are in the deep ass sand, and now now you have to tell me about Blake Baggett getting lapped or Justin DNFing. I don't know. I just felt like a little bit, there's a little bit too much joy in America losing. No, there was there was a lot of the people that had told me like I, I had I had people that said you know hey we 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 just don't want you to win and we think that'd be great if you didn't win and I'm like it's that bad and they're like well you guys you guys just always win yeah so like if anybody wins we'd rather see you guys not win than you win and I'm like wow so it is us against the world and they're like yeah but it's not being bad against you it's just you guys win too much and like. And I do understand that because, you know, like in the States, you know, like we've had years where if we win a lot, everybody yeah. would rather see anybody win than us. And you're feeling like, God, yeah. you know, like we're, I think we're being good guys, you know, like we're right, right. doing it straight and all that stuff. But you can't do anything about that. So, like, and, you know, that's Germany's very first win. And can yeah. you imagine, like, all the German fans that have rode motocross forever? And I mean, I'm sure they're super patriotic and pumped and, and just so excited about it. So right. you can't say anything bad for them. You know, like, hey, they yeah. they did it. You know, like uh, Kenny rode Kenny rode two good motos. That Max Nagel guy, I think, surprised a lot of people because he's been out. You know, he's had, yeah. I think somebody said he had four back surgeries yep. this year. Yep. So, like, God, how can you root against the guy? Like, that's pretty cool that he came back and he's proven that he's fast and KTM didn't keep him, so he had to find another ride. And, mm-hmm. you know, so he's he's obviously not washed up. Right. Um, and then Schiffer was the guy that so well, you know, maybe with him, you know, like maybe that's their weak link. And the guy, he rode good in the sand. So, like, they just did a good job. And Belgium, we knew, was going to be tough. And then mm-hmm. and France was right there. And there was just everybody was pretty close. And it wasn't it wasn't going to be easy. And it's not supposed to be easy. But, you know, there's there's been there's been years where we've been fortunate that people had, you know, bad luck or crashes, and, you know, like, the guys that won this year, you know, like, hey, Germany could have had a DNF, mm-hmm. you know, like, I think Bel- Belgium had one DNF, you know, um, Van Hornbeck's bike blew up one moto, yep. um, so, like, that could have happened to the Germans with any one of them, or, you know, also, so it just didn't happen, Right. so, like, you see those things happening, and you're like, wow, the only way we're going to win this is we're going to need a little luck, yeah. and we just, we didn't have... We didn't ride our best, I think, and we needed luck, and we didn't have luck. Yep. So that's just the way it is. Yeah, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Last question for you from the chat room. You didn't answer about a 450 program next year. Can you confirm or deny any 450 program for next year? We're going to work on trying to keep that alive. Okay. Um, first and foremost is a 250 program, always. Yep. And then, um, you know, like we're going to – we're going to see, we're going to attempt to right. do something and we'll know here. And hopefully I think this week, you know, unfortunately 
timing wise, it, it kind of sucked. You know, I've been gone for 12 days and got back last night late. So mm-hmm. I just got to catch up with a lot of stuff right now. And, and that's what we're going to work on. Uh, what can you, you know, one, yeah. th- one thing before we go, what can you give Kenny one piece of advice for Kenny for handling Brock Tickle next year? Your Hanson advice about putting a low jack on his car. I'm not sure so sure that worked last year. But we'll try this again. Yeah. We'll try this again. No, I think Brock's not that way. Like Brock's gonna give it everything he has and like hopefully like I think his first year I think that first year in the four fifty class is a really difficult year. And I think like if you look at Brock's results from the beginning of Supercross yeah. till the end of outdoors, you know, like I think he improved an awful lot mm-hmm. and I'm really proud of him, pumped for him. And, you know, like I think, I think, uh, H is going to have a good program next year. It sounds like that they're getting a lot of support. I think having Ricky there is going to help. Um, and I, I think, you know, or I hope, I hope everything goes well for him and, and Brock can, can start supercross you know, hopefully where he's at for outdoors. Yeah. But, you know, it's a, it's a whole different thing again. You know, it's like, here you did, you did outdoors, and then all of a sudden, boom, you're going to take a vacation, you're going to get ready for Supercross, and then it's all foreign again. You know, yeah. it's like if you took Carrioli and Hurlings and said, okay, take your vacation and then come over here, we want you to ride <laughs> A1, yeah. and and brought over Nagel and all those guys, you're going to see a, a completely different set of results than you saw there in the sand because those guys are so awesome at what they do and they practice it you know and that's like you know it's just so different so like you just got to get ready for that it's going to be different yeah going to be interesting for sure well mitch payton thank you uh, for coming on pro circuit uh owner and uh good luck with everything and uh thanks for taking the time for do the show and for talking to me yesterday appreciate that all right or on sunday yeah um thanks no problem all right thanks guys Thanks. thanks mitch uh, Pro Circuit's Mitch Payton, everybody, talking about the motocross nations. What do you think, Kenny? He's solid. Yeah. I mean, he's a straight shooter. Calls it as he sees it. <laughs> he is. He is. And I asked him, would you do anything different? No. And he seemed to indicate, Mason, that uh, that nothing would have happened. Like, they got beat. There's no, you know there's no excuses from Mitch there. You know what, though? <laughs> the, the, I think the coolest thing he said, if you look back at the donations, like far as I can remember back, you know, 10 right. years, whatever it is, when I started to pay attention to it, a lot of the <laughs> – we got lucky more than once and a yeah, lot of yeah. donations. Absolutely. I mean, I'm talking yep. through the days from Wardy to Lachine yep. to, you know, the Stanton era. Oh, and yeah. then when Emick and LaRocco and all those guys went, we've won probably a handful of donations because yeah. we got lucky. Two guys come to mind right now that I can think of where bikes DNF'd or the rear shocks broke and, and the guys dropped out. Yep. That's how we won. Right. And I don't know if it's the best way to win. Very good, Kenny. I like that. I don't very, know if it's the best smart way to Smart right yeah. there. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, you're very smart. I know everything. A lot. It was good. I know yeah, a lot. Good point. All right, let's take a commercial break. BTOsports.com, X Brand Goggles, FMF Racing. Do any of these sponsors work with you? BTOsports.com? No. X Brand Goggles? No. FMF Racing? Uh-uh. Works Connection? Yep. Works Connection sponsors Mike Mason. Uh, AGV Helmets? Nope. Tech One Designs? Uh-huh. Do you know where they're from? Where? Minden, Nevada. Really? Yeah. That's where I've, I lived. Where, really? Yeah. He's from Reno. You're from He's Reno? From Carson. Well, the Minden. I live you said, in Minden. That's not Minden. He lives in Minden. Right outside that's where Carson we all, City. Oh, yeah, that's where we all grew up. Uh, free Gun Underwear? No. I don't wear underwear. <laughs> yeah. Rockford Fosgate? <laughs> no. Sorry. What? 
Yeah. Our, our receptionist over there, no, she just dude, got out of line. I know. Do you use race tech suspension? Mm-mm. Fuck. Black Ops Moto? Black Ops video game. Uh, Vivint Home Automation System? No. God damn it, Mason. You got to remember, fly racing. I'm 31 and I've lost all my sponsors pretty much. So I'm just kind of. <laughs> At any point, now. did you have any of these sponsors? <laughs> Maybe back uh, in the 80s or yeah, something. Yeah, right. I don't know. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We're going to come back with uh, Downtown Mike Brown to give us stories about Mike, uh, about Kenny Watson and building goggles. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back. This is Mark Pellegrino. You're listening to the Pulp MX show, and you're hearing Kenny Watson with the little man's disease and that other idiot. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code, Steve, S-T-E-V-E, and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show, and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new Pro Launch device makes getting hole shots easy. It's a set it and forget it deal, featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also, check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the one, two, three easy. Build, skid plates, hour meters, throttle tubes, radiator braces, and more. Works Connection is the company that is killing it in Northern California and proud to be a sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. As a matter of fact, enter Pulp MX on checkout and save 20% off your order. Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dainese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system, which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at agv.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins more fun for 39 years we've been rolling up our sleeves building our factory engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts innovation and american craftsmanship makes fmf today's leader in performance The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, 
Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything from your thermostat, lights to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. The result of design experience and factory rider feedback, Fly Racing continues to push through the boundaries of innovation and technology, function and fit. Worn by factory motocross pros Andrew Short and Trey Kennard, as well as off-road pros Stuart Baylor and Team JCR Honda, Fly Racing designs products for the serious rider and racer. The difference is in the details. For more information, visit flyracing.com to view its entire range of exciting products. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top writers like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog, anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out the xbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. I'm Justin Barsha, Geico Honda, number 20. I use free gun underwear. You guys should get some too. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and X Games star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun, get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Rockford Fosgate has been in the business of sound for over 30 years. At Rockford, we know you're fanatical about your music. You take it with you on the road and off. That's why Rockford Fosgate designs and builds audio gear that will deliver big, clear sound for your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat. Rockford Fosgate, car audio for fanatics. Rockford Fosgate is a proud sponsor of the Dodge, Saquon Casino, Harden Huntington, Bell Ray Racing Supercross team. Pulp MX Show listeners, is it time to change that fork and shock oil? Well, for this and much more, look to Racetech, the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, 
and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. Pro racers like Ben LeMay, Derek Anderson, Mike Corbin, Cody Gilmore and more depend on Racetech. So should you. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners 5% off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Yeah, welcome back. Pulp Mech Show coming at you. Van Halen 5150. Nah, never, Mason, never has music been finer than in 1986 when Sammy Hagar joined that band. I don't know about that. And Justice <laughs> for All came out in 87, Metallica. Um, don't, even go, don't even go there, dude. Don't even argue with this guy about music. <laughs> okay. I mean, we can if you want. Oh, yeah. Thanks, uh, thanks for listening to Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. A couple of emails. We're coming up with Mike Brown right away on the show. Mike Brown. Yeah, um, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a contest. Okay, gosh. All right, Mitchell calls in. Hey, Mathis, remember when you went to Lomol a couple years ago? That was a year ago, and wasn't that impressed by Hurlings? Roxon had him. Roxon had him covered until the last lap. He lapped Baggett. Must have been a humbling experience for Team USA. Mitch, Mitch, suck it. Uh, Baggett was uh, Baggett was on a 250F. Um, Hurlings is uh, at his home track. Rides there all the time. Hey, did Crowley ride a 350 or a 450? 350, yeah. Hey, we got a Hobo Nick update coming on. He made it home. Hobo made it made it home. Shaved so, the beard off. Yeah. So we're going to have Hobo Nick wrote an email for, into the show. Uh, we've helped him on the show, got a bunch of followers and stuff, and nice. it's a cool story. So she went down to go see him twice. 
Twice. Did she sure did. That's dedication. Oh, that's quite the journey. All yeah. right. Our next guest, uh, what can you say about this guy? Former national champion, Endurocross king, ISDE king. He was at Lomel on the weekend. Uh, motocross hero, Mike Brown. What's up, man? Thanks for coming on the show. Good. No, I'm ha- having fun. How about you? Downtown Mike Brown. That's Kenny Watson. Up, Johnson, Kenny? Johnson, oh, yeah. Johnson City, Tennessee. The, that's right. The Muddy Creek Assassin. That's downtown That's Mike Brown. Yeah. Um, what else did Randy Richardson? He, Randy Richardson has a bunch of names for you. I can't remember them That's all. That's right. But I do. I do. I, I do remember when you weren't riding good. He called you the Johnson City Sissy. That's right. Right from from Dean Baker. <laughs> uh, Mike, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Um, I guess first of all, let's get to uh, the ISDE. Um, you got tenth overall, from what I gather. USA yep. was fourth overall. And uh, I didn't even know you were doing the ISDE, so that's how out of touch I am. But uh, talk about that a little bit. That that sounds like a cool thing. Yeah, the ISDE was good. You know, it's uh, shoot. I think it's just the format we struggle with over there. The, all the enduro guys from here. It's um, over there. It's you just ride for you know you get to a grass track and it'd be like in a cornfield and you out of I have just a uh, probably an eight minute loop set out. You know, you just mm-hmm. go around as fast you can and then trail ride for an hour through the streets through the you're everywhere in the city you know it's just yep. riding down the streets trails and then you just get to another enduro test but this year it was for us i think it was a struggle because of the roots a lot of tree roots and then it rained one day and it made it more difficult for us and our team was just crashing everywhere and everybody <laughs> else they keep it on two wheels right is this the first year you did it mike uh, i did it two years in mexico two years ago and then last year I skipped it because I had a race that weekend. Did 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 you ever do it with Chuck Wagon? With who? With Timmy? Uh, yeah, Mexico. We were together. Yep. Yeah, it was good. Um, and hey, so did you? You won the moto part, right? Tell me, you won the yeah, moto, yeah. You won the Saturday. Moto I won it. Yeah, uh, and then I, on Friday I won uh, a couple of the tests. On Friday I was good on Friday, but uh, I won the over test overall test on. The, I was riding a two fifty. The 250 F class, one overall against the big bikes and everything. Um, did you win the tire changing contest? <laughs> I could see. I don't Mike, know. I could see I'm Mike Brown changing the tire. <laughs> That's what I asked him on Sunday. I said, "So you're all down with mooses?" And he's like, seven minutes." I believe it. Seven minutes. Did a lot of people yeah, don't know about do Mike Brown? Less than seven minutes. Yeah. There's a lot of people, like you know, a lot of guys that ride, ride dirt bikes that don't know how to work on them. Mike Brown has always been like that guy. Like it's always been like hands on with setting up his bike and right. can diagnose stuff. He I probably mean, built his goggles after you built them. For Kenny. sure, he did. He, took, he took would. them back apart. I, I don't blame him. <laughs> um, uh, hey, if you want to call, if you if, if you have a question for Mike Brown, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Give us a call and ask uh, Brown anything you got on your mind. Um, also, we're going to do a trivia contest. Mike Mason, freestyle legend, is in our studio. We got, we got Mike Brown on the phone. So the first person that calls in that knows this, the similarity. What, no, what they what they have what in they com- have in common. Yeah, Mike Mason and Mike Brown. What they have in common besides the name Mike uh, gets a t-shirt from Hart Huntington. So, uh, or if you have a question for Mike, just call in. And um, Brownie, I don't know. I'm sure if you know what you guys have in common because I didn't. And neither, I didn't. Neither did Mason himself. You know what Mason said? You know what his answer was, Brownie? No, what is it? We both have a receding hairline. I've been that for a long time. Oh, yeah, me too. I just comb over and cover it up. Um, that's right. How'd you do in Supermoto at the ISDE? Uh, that's why I won that one. Yeah, that's when I won. Uh, oh, okay. All right, that's the one. Okay. 
Yeah. Uh, um, it got at the moto, but it was half and half. It was half motocross and half on the, on the right. F1 track or super bike track or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, that's crazy stuff for sure. So, hey, what about what about motocross the nations? Let's get into that. Uh, you were there. Um, USA lost in the sand. We just had Mitch Payton on for a little bit. And um, Mitch, I mean, no excuses for Mitch. He's just like, we were not going to win. We didn't, we didn't, you know, we were far off from the very first practice. And are you surprised by that? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, going there, I know it's going to be hard for him. But mm-hmm. after, like you say, I didn't see it on practice. On Saturday, I wasn't there to see that. But I've seen the times. And, mm-hmm. you know, there, you know, it's going to practice. It's going to be a struggle for him on Sunday. And, you know, uh, that, they did struggle, and yeah. I've seen on Sunday it wasn't wasn't good. But you know, I, I ain't the one to judge them. You know, I couldn't done no better. But still, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it wasn't very good. You know, I, I know it's going to be hard going there, but not that hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did three seasons in GPS. Yes, three. Uh, no, shoot, no, I done more. I done uh, okay. was there ninety seven and uh, ninety nine, two thousand. 2007. Oh, okay. 2008. How'd you do? How'd you do in those sand races? Lirop, uh, Vulcansrod, Momo, uh-huh. all those sand races. How'd you do? Dang it! I was uh, Lirop. I think I was best. I finished the eighth in one moto or a couple <laughs> motos there. Right, because you're good at Southwick. You're good at Southwick. You know what I mean? So it's not. Yeah, I mean, compared to America, like you know what I mean, like you. You know, you've seen Dungey and Southwick or yeah. them guys, and they kill it, you know, and it's mm-hmm. them guys. I think they just, ride, they just ride sand more. You know, it's their local track there. They ride it yep. day in and day out, and it's like going to Glen Allen for everybody else. You know, it's uh, mm-hmm. just the European drive sand more, and I think I hated the sand before I went to Europe, and I, <laughs> I just rode it a lot more because it rained so much. I had to ride sand, so right. I think that's where I learned how to ride sand better than, you know, most American people because I was there a lot in it. Right, right, and it's and when the weather's bad, I guess that's the only place you can ride, right? Also, yeah, especially in England, you know, in Belgium, the same kind of weather. But mm-hmm. I rode it ninety percent of the time. I always rode in the sand. Right. Uh, question for you here from Larry. Larry, what's up, man? You got a question for Mike Brown? Yeah, yeah, I got a question for Mike. Um, I want to know if he remembers racing at a track in Clarksville, Tennessee, during the eighties. as was Loretta's Regional, and he was on a mini still. I do, yeah. I remember the Young Blood Brothers racing there too. Yeah, yeah. I used to work for that guy a long time ago. Oh, there we go. All right, memories. Yep. I remember it. That was when I first tried to qualify for the Reds. I was there. Is that is that it, Larry? Yeah, that was it. Okay. Thanks, Mike. All right, he remembers, buddy. And hey, right. what about downtown Mike Brown when you and you and uh, JT did the classic commentary of Brownie at the Meadowlands? Ninety-one Meadowlands. Yeah, we watched was, it. Yep. Was that the fist pump? Brownie did the fist pump. Didn't he win the heat? <laughs> he what did. happened? I think I did, I did good in the main event there. I think I don't know what place I was second or third. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know it, neither. It is, it's so crazy. Your career has spanned so long. And, like, just when, you know, you – what what did you – you actually quit, didn't you, after, like, uh, 93? Did you when, – when did you actually – Yeah, 93, yeah, I raced car. I just, like, after yeah. I lost the peak ride, you right. know, I thought, you know, I was finished, really, and then – uh Started racing cars, dirt track cars for about a year, and then raced go karts for a little while. And right. 
kind of got burned out on that and then decided I'd start training hard and got back into motorcycles. And it was, I went, you know, actually I went to work at a, mo- a local shop, Jim's here. <laughs> Jim's motorcycle shop. Yeah. 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 I worked <laughs> about two months at the parts. And I said, you know, working 40 hours a week and getting like less than 200 bucks a week. And I decided that wasn't for me. And then I started training and riding and got back into it. <laughs> How about that Watson gets dropped from peak and then just gets a real job and he's like, and then it goes on to win a national championship. Not exactly very, uh, very traditional, you know. Um, yeah. And we got. A, I think Joe's got the answer. Joe, uh, thanks for listening to the Pulp Show. You have the answer to the trivia question. Yes, I think so. What uh, is it? Both Mike's won X Games gold this year. Good job, you won. That's right. Mason yeah. won speed and style. Mike Brown won enduro cross. So. Yep. What do I win? You win a Hart Huntington shirt if Watson – will you actually get this guy a shirt? Yeah, that's... yeah, have Pookie write it down and have Pookie give him his information okay. and we'll say, I'll give him sign out to oh, you. Oh, hold sure. your breath, bro. <laughs> Just tell, <laughs> tell, your side, tell your size uh, and I'll get one out for you. Thank Joe, you for... do you have, um, right. do you have uh, any questions for Mike Brown or just the, just a trivia answer? Uh, just a trivia answer. Um, okay. Yeah, and that's for Mike Brown. He's awesome. What about Mike Mason? Yeah, I'm sitting right here, hey. man. Yeah, he's awesome too. <laughs> Mike Mason. Uh, <laughs> No, he's from Nevada, so he's pretty cool, too. Yes. No questions. Just knew right. that answer right off the top of my head. All right. Thanks, Joe. Thanks. All right. Uh, yeah. Hey, Brownie, when are you guys coming? Are you are you doing the whole, uh, I don't even know how many races are left, but the Enduro Cross Series, are you guys coming back to Vegas? November 17th. Thanks, yeah, Mike. Being, but yeah, yeah, we have one this weekend. We have four left, I think. Denver and then Washington and Idaho and then. Vegas is the last you're one. you're fourth in the points. I checked that out today doing stats. Uh, talk about that series and, and how it's going for you. I don't think X Games was the first. I think X Games was first round, wasn't it? No, we had two before. It. Well, okay. two before it. we had the first one in Vegas in May, the same week in Supercross, and then with Sacramento two weeks later. Then the X Games. So we've had three. Okay. So how's the series going for you? And uh, I guess Taddy's in the points lead, and you're fourth. Yeah, I was. After Ontario, I did the same thing I did last year with Ontario, California, mm-hmm. three weeks ago, and I just struggled there both years. I always I think it's like a home race for everybody, and I was just trying too hard there too and right. making mistakes. I was fasting, faster than practice and everything else, but it didn't work out for the main. So I, mm-hmm. I was uh, struggling in that. It was pretty cool to see you win the X Games gold medal. I got to say that I, I uh, that's the one event that uh, I get psyched up for for the X Games and speed and style, of course. But uh, um, it was awesome. Where does that – I mean, obviously, you know, you won a lot of Endurocross main events, but was it cool for you to win an X Games gold medal? I mean, you've been and done it all, but were you yeah. legitimately pretty excited about that? I think it's probably the biggest – no, not the biggest thing, but I've had more people say they've seen me win the X Games <laughs> than you know, winning the national championship. You know, really? it's like, okay. <laughs> it gets more people watch that, you know. It was on TV and, right. and around the world and I'm Right. You know, I think it's big for me because I was 40 years old, older guy, and I just that was, I think for me as yeah. one of the biggest highlights of my career, really. Oh wow! Okay, so that's cool. That's cool. I'm, I'm I'm pumped that you think like that. That's good. Um, the uh, the and the motocross nationals this summer, I thought you were fantastic. Even you had a couple of DNFs. I think both at Redbud, maybe maybe one more. And if yep, you, if, yep. you, if you didn't have those DNFs, you were like running out right around 10th or so. And man, I thought you a couple years ago when you came out to race the nationals, I'm like okay. Brownie's on his way out. All right. So, yeah. you know, he's struggling a bit. But, man, you were really good this summer. Um, um, and uh, and you got your number. You got to keep number another year. Yeah. This year I was more prepared because I think, you know, when KTM pulled out of the work series, I had more time to prepare for it. You know, I was, the last couple of years I was just into too much during the summer and I couldn't mm-hmm. really 
focus on what I wanted to do, but I had a, I had a month or two there, nothing to do, but just ride outdoors and right. kind of get the bike set up. So that helped me a lot, just getting ready for the national this year. Hey, Brownie, do you find yourself like more busy racing now than you did when you rode supercross and motocross? It seems like every time I, I turn around, like there's you're racing. Every time I look somewhere, it's like <laughs> shit. They're racing again. He's in the desert. He's in the Dural Cross. He's at yeah, motocross. Yeah, racing. I was talking. I was talking to Mike in uh, at Washougal, just catching up, and just asked him what he was doing, and he was just got back from Baja or something. And I go, yeah. dude, how's that? Like you're a supercross motocross rider. You're going 100 miles an hour across the Mexico. And he's like, yeah, I got to do what I got to do. I was like, fuck, have at it, dude. No, I just, like, I'm going now more than I ever have, really. I mean, when I was in Europe the last two years, 07, 08, with the Honda, it's kind of why I left. I was there for a month at a time, and I was just going a lot. And Mm -hmm. I was just burned out on really motocross, and I decided that was it, you know. And Mm -hmm. I got hooked up at KTM for off-road, and now I'm I'm doing everything. You know, like I said, I'm going down. Yeah. Got next few weekends in Cross and straight down to Baja for the 1,000 for two weeks, and then to the Enduro Cross the next day after that. So it's, yeah, I am racing more and never that, but I enjoy it. It's always different off-road. You never know what you're going to get. You know, it's motocross. You go to the same bikes the most every weekend, and the supercross is pretty same, but now it's, you never know what you're going to get to ride on, so it makes it more interesting. And even for you, nice financially, a nice second career you have going here. Like, incredible, right? Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, it's like you say, I've kind of lucked into it, being with KTM and being getting into it. I mean, I think it's too, where I kind of grew up riding the off-road stuff. It's helped me a lot. I kind of knew what I was getting into when I started doing it. Right. Uh, GNCCs, any plans? full-time in that uh, series or anything you want to no, do? No, I don't think so. Just because of KTM, they've got their full team back here and mm-hmm. it would be easier for me if I did the GNCC, but it's all, they're all low, pretty close to me, but I don't know if that's for me. I do like them, but I don't know if I would like doing that all the time. Just three hours after a while kind of gets, yeah. you're not racing, you're not battling, you know, for three hours. It's right. two hours and then you kind of ride your own race, but, um, yeah, it's a lot I different. Like what I'm doing, yeah. It's a lot different than riding racing in Baja, you know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I always tell people too, Enduro Cross. Have you seen one of those, Mason? Have you? Yeah, I went to Vegas last year. Yeah, I, I tell everybody, man, you got to check this thing out. Like, even if you're a Supercross motocross guy and you don't, you just think they're a bunch of off-road guys. Those things are really exciting. Yeah, gnarly. They're, they're super like cool. Like the racing's really right. good all the time. Every class that I watch, right? I every everything you watch, chicks. Pros, Chicks was the best. lights on the bike, whatever, <laughs> yeah. whatever class you want is exciting. You like the night race? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I just think it's cool. I think people should check it out. Endurocross.com. I think. Is I the think website. they need to ride quads at night. Oh, Endurocross. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, hey, what question? Since we're talking about motocross nations, uh, this came up on the show a couple weeks ago. 2005, you were named to the team, and then you weren't, mm-hmm. and then you weren't, and then don't really know what happened. Somebody asked us, and we. We didn't know what happened either, but I guess tell us your side of that story or what do you think went down and and if you uh, if you were happy with it, I probably not. But uh, just kind of began halfway through the season. You know, I got picked and it was down to really the bike get being shipped. You know, the next week and then kind of I think it was being into New York. They all Honda and Steve Whitlock, Whitlock and all had a meeting and decided that you know I wasn't riding as good as I should be. The bike wasn't as should be, and they gave me that weekend after see I went at being at them, and they decided from there that, huh. you know, I wasn't ready to go, you know, and it was kind of, I don't know, heartbreaking, really, you know, right, I was ready right. to do it and do the whole thing, had it all ready to go, you know, and it was just like, 
you got to do good at this race or you're not going. And that's kind of basically how it was. And I didn't, you know, it was a, yeah. that's, that's all I know. I mean, they didn't really give me no, you, what the problem was, you know, but uh, you, yeah. might, you might be the only guy in history to be named to the team, not be hurt and then not go. You were even on the t-shirts, I think. As I was even on the t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> the t-shirts, damn it. Um, Still didn't go. Yeah, that was a that was a tough deal for so you. So wait, Wedlock made that call? That's the same well, guy. That, yeah, that's part of. I guess he was the whole manager that year, and that's he's probably one that made. Yeah, he's made the decision because he called me on Monday after being into New York and says, "Yeah, we decided, you know, to switch it over to Dead Desco, which is mm-hmm. which is fine. He did the job, but you know, it's like, all right, no, I was wanting to go. You and, know, oh, I could I could hear and, Mike Brown going. How the hell you know I did? Your fat ass didn't even get out of the damn trailer <laughs> at the right. race. <laughs> uh, and, it, and in 01, you were named. Team didn't go, right? That was that was 9-11. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yep, that's right. Yep, Mike yep. Brown. And then the- one year, it was going to be me and Dowd and Henry, or me and Dowd and Ricky, one other. I think it was two or three, maybe, or four. I don't remember one of those years. Uh-huh. And then the AMA didn't decide it. Enough money to take us, so Jeez. we didn't go. Dude, named to the team twice and never went. That's got to be some yeah. some sort of shitty record you got there, Brownie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I decided to stay with ISD. So <laughs> right, right. Um, hey, uh, for people who don't know, uh, Kenny uh, did your goggles for a couple years for Utopia. He was your yep. he was your guy. He signed you to probably big money deal. Uh, give us your best Kenny Watson story from those days of goggles. Goggles thing. I don't know. I always went hood. Was there um, one where he forgot them? One where he. Something had to have happened yeah, at some something point. at some point. Probably the lens popped out or something. I'm sure. <laughs> you could ask Nathan Ramsey that when I gave him goggles and I put the tear offs on the wrong side. <laughs> <laughs> um, but never, not nothing. And, nothing like, uh, and then I pulled it. I pulled it. I remember I, he's like he's on the line and he put him on. And he's like went to go pull one uh, off, you know. And he's like, and then he's like. He turned around. And he's like, "What the f?" And I'm like, "Ha ha!" Trying to play it off. I did that on purpose, trying to grab another pair. <laughs> <laughs> I did it on purpose. Funny, huh? Funny. Thirty second boards up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you don't have nothing, Brownie. Nothing on Watson. No, everything was good. I don't remember anything. No. And Kenny, what's no, your, no, no. What's your best? He may be one of the best posters though. I've got still hanging in my house. Oh yeah. Yeah. The one I use. Well, I think I wore Matt Morris and. Uh, and he made a poster of me with it. It might have been a, yeah, it was Utopia. I still got it down the stairs. Big one. Made him up. Yeah, good. good job, Kenny. Yep, that's what we uh, did. It was an ad, probably. What's your best Mike Brown story, yeah, Watson? Ad, yeah. What's your best Mike Brown story, Watson? <laughs> what, boy, wait a second. Didn't you say on another Brownie, show that Brownie did not like you? No, he didn't like Mike me. Mike Brown did not like you. When I first met Mike Brown, he didn't like me. Because <laughs> you're maybe your purple hair? <laughs> what was punk to me. <laughs> I, I don't remember. He, he, I remember, like, I... When I first met Mike, it, it had to be when you were I mean, going. You were going course, to the, Ma- of course, Mason. You see Mike Brown from Tennessee and Kenny Watson from Ventura. Yeah, I mean, just meshing. Yeah, perfectly. I'm just gonna not say anything right now and just keep listening. Okay. Oh, so. I think like I like me and Mike. Like I, t- I tried to be cool to him, but I don't think I really was being cool to him when he was in the van. Remember your buddy that was the pilot, Mike, that used to go to the used yeah. to the Supercross yeah, series yeah, yeah. with, and you guys yeah. used to go in that white van. I think you were number ninety two on a Honda. You're right, yeah. Okay, and you guys used to go, and I and I thought we were cool. Then you got the Honda Troy ride the next year. So I remember I was down there because I was with Swink. I mean, I, I was working for Sheik, but I was just following those guys, and Swink, they went to Guy Cooper's house. And That's right. I remember. <laughs> you remember where I'm going, dude. And yeah, they're playing yeah. video games Who in is? the truck. Yeah. Swink, Excited they're, playing, they're oh. playing Excited Bike inside the semi. <laughs> and I walked in there, and I'm walking to go talk to, to Swinkster, and I kicked. 
the cord out of Brownie's hand, and the game flew, and he stood up going, what the hell's wrong with you? I'm going to beat your ass. And, and then fucking swings off. Get him, Brownie. Whoop his ass. Whoop his ass. And Brownie's like, I'll fucking whoop you. Get the fuck out of here. And Brownie was so mad. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. I just kicked it out. He goes, I don't even like you. Get out of here. I don't, I don't even like you. <laughs> that was funny. He, he probably had, Watson had yellow hair, earrings. No, I don't think. No, no not because I was working for Sheik. I had to mellow out a little bit. Oh, okay. That was mellow. But that was, <laughs> yeah, right. That's when I was trying to turn it up. When you're going to be factory at Honda, yeah, you're trying to be. Oh, uh, I thought it. No, nah, but, but that was that was during the Supercross season, so uh, I didn't think I was. Get him. Get him, Brownie. Yeah, Swing, I remember Swingster. Swink was just going, you can whoop That's his ass. Sweet. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Exactly what he said. Yeah. <laughs> but, man, me and Brownie have been a lot, you know, through a lot together. We have a mutual friend with Timmy, Wiegand, and, and I know yeah. Brownie took Timmy under his wing when – Timmy first turn pro and and uh, you know I got I mean I'm, I'm I pull for Mike all the time I just think he's like he's never never gives up you know what right. I mean never gave up in career you know life you know he has an awesome family and uh, it was crazy I was watching the 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 tape of the I didn't, I didn't like Brownie in '01 when I was at KTM I didn't like his mechanic the English guy we didn't like him at KTM. <laughs> Remember, it was Langston and Brown. I was on KTM. I was working for Kelly Smith. Who was your mechanic? It was a guy from England. Nate Henderson. Steve Henderson. Yeah, yeah Steve. Yeah, that I guy was Steve. a dick. I thought he was a dick anyways. He used to be so <laughs> cocky. Like, you know, you guys want some of this this weekend? You guys think you can handle this, number three? And we're like, or whatever number you were. He we're won like, the championship. I was watching that the other day, and yeah. I, I thought it was pretty cool. Like, when the, like you after you won and they were asking you know what's going on and you're like, I just wish my mom and dad could be here and Missy was there with you on the podium and that was yeah. cool that was bitch and I was like yeah brownie hey, the one thing was Steve Henderson didn't stick around the next year so obviously he didn't get along with Mitch and those guys either so no, no. I think he I don't think he did either but I think he went back to England I think he had a he he worked for that Martin team didn't right. he yeah, um, that's right. yeah and also brownie used to punt Kelly Smith all the time in Supercross because Kelly would get a good start Brown would get a bad start. <laughs> And here comes – I mean, you got to a point where I'm like, oh, my, oh no, oh, no, oh, Kelly's down all the time because Brownie would just get out of the way. Dude, I'm coming through. Oh, good times. That's, that's payback because Kelly Smith used to always punt me in arena cross. So oh, he Brown did? just had my back and he didn't know. Oh, yeah, yeah maybe I so. Downtown Mike but Brown. I'll, but I'll tell you what, in 2000, 2000 in Mount Morris, me and Kelly Smith shocked the world. <laughs> that's right. Took that that's win. Good. And, and if you were at Summer Cross, Brownie, you would have saw Ferry and Mathis also standing on top of the podium. <laughs> Anyways, um – Hey, thanks, Mike, for coming on the show. And we're going to do a, a podcast uh, covering your long career here very shortly, probably maybe this week yep. or next. I'd love to do it. There's a yeah, lot, whenever you're ready. Yeah, there's a lot for to talk about with you. Thank you for coming on the uh, Pulp Mech Show. And uh, good, good luck with everything. We'll see you in Vegas for sure. Yeah, Brownie, have, yep. get, get here safe, buddy. Have a safe ride. And, uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you I in will, a few buddy. weeks. All right, bud. Take care. Thanks, Ken. Bye-bye. See Later. You. All right, everybody. That's Mike Brown, KTM's Mike Brown. Uh, you know, I don't really know Brownie that well. I Start talking to him. I saw him after the race. I'm like, dude, I got to interview this guy. I mean, he's having a great story. And like I said, I really didn't like him at KTM. Like, you know how he gets. You just don't like the guy. You know what's crazy? Like, I was so, going to ask I'm, him. Well, thanks for interrupting me. No problem. I was going to ask him if uh, <laughs> he he has, he has that JT mentality at the track. Like, when he does bat, when he's not happy, he's not happy. Like, yeah. he is. You'd stay away from him. Like, when you do his goggle guy and something? Like, he, like. No, nah, he did. Like, I remember that year. When I was helping him, he was going for the championship, and Mitch was doing his was engines. That, that was the Honda privateer, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then things started to you know not go so good. And did he? I know uh, him and Mitch are today. I don't know. God, 
and they helped each other out for a long time. Anyways, go he's on. always been a supporter of Mitch, but he's that guy, you know, that's always, always, always has his nose down. Like he right. still trains his butt off. He's he's one of those guys that is just work ethic is just phenomenal. It reminds me of myself. Yeah, dude. I, <laughs> I was mean, thinking, no, there's that, a- that should have been the question. What do Mike Brown and Mike Mason have in common? Their work ethic. Yeah. Um, but in different directions. Video games and beer. Are you really Dedication. from Ventura? Somebody asked on Twitter. You're not. No, I, just, I lived in Ventura. You for lived a while. there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I lived there for a few. You're years. from Venice. Venice. Yeah. Right. Uh, so back in, to my story. I lived in the valley for interviewing a long time Mike too. Brown for maybe the first or second time ever, and then I said, "Hey, Mike, I do these things, these podcasts where I talk." He's like, "Yeah, I listen to them all the time." I'm just like, Mike Brown listens to podcasts. Like, if you could think of one guy, you'd never think maybe John Dowd, and then Mike Brown in yeah, that order for sure. So, anyways, we're gonna do one with uh, with Brownie and his uh, and his career. So. Um, can we get our next guest on the line there, uh, Tits? Sure. Uh, hey. <laughs> what? Sugar Tits? Ew, is, that, is that better? Sick. Didn't well, Who was that? What was Sugar Tits? Mel Gibson, Sugar Tits. <laughs> um, hey, Hobo Nick, let's get his email. Uh, Hobo Nick's finished, you guys. Despite Kenny doing everything he could to sabotage him, Hobo Nick finished. He got to the Pacific Ocean. I asked him to give us uh, a little update on his uh, trip, on the ending of it. You know, he's been on the show a couple times, and he's met a lot of people through the show, so... I thought it was ra- rather uh, poetic that we get him to give us an email. What's up, guys? Just finished my trip walking across the country. I'm not sure what it feels like to win a Supercross main event, but damn, this felt good. I had about 150 people greet me at the water, including tons of industry people, photographers, Michael Alessi, and some other riders, and team manager Dang. <laughs> Hitting the water was an emotional experience after traveling such a long Hold on. Team manager Dang. That's awesome he did. But don't flatter yourself, Nick. He lives in Huntington Beach. He probably walked out his front door and walked down there. He had nothing. He he was probably yeah, yeah. just walking down the boardwalk and said, "Hey, what are all those industry people <laughs> hey, doing look, over there? What's Alessi doing over there?" Yeah, I walked over there. <laughs> okay. Uh, after traveling such a long road and thinking for thousands of hours, getting my dirty nuts into that water, it was all and more than I imagined it to be. I'm a proud listener and fan of the show, and want to thank you guys for the listeners for being a big part of the story. The motocross community is tight and really came together to help me and Kenny. I wore your H and H shirt the entire way across California and even almost died in it. Thanks for the shirt, and I've spread some glo- and, and it has spread through global news about my finish. From here, I have, I have big things coming. I will be on the Jeff Probe show. Is that the guy from Survivor? Yeah, yeah. Howard Stern superfan too. Hey now. Hey, just answer the calls, bro. Hey, this just is my answer house. the calls. I will be on the Jeff Pro sh- Jeff Probe sh- Probe's show on October seventeenth, and hope to announce the next step of helping others. And another journey to spread the good energy. There will likely be another hobo trip with plenty of swamp ass updates. Also, we'll be in studio at CNN News in the next couple of days, possibly sending a car tonight to take me to the San Francisco studio. I have another big name talk show scheduling, other stuff working on that. I'm also 90% sure I will be traveling the arena cross circuit, wrenching for Daniel Blair. Oh. He said I have to shower more, though, so it's still up in the air. It's a big commitment I may not be ready for. Thanks, everyone, for supporting me. Thanks, Steve, Pookie, Kenny, Tits. Your company through podcasts along the way was rad. I'm also definitely planning on doing something for the moto community to give back however I can. Maybe something small to start soon and hope to build from there. You guys rock. Hobo Nick. Thank you, Hobo Nick, for the email. Glad you made it. You know, um, it was a trip. I went, to, uh, I went to to the river. I went to Havasu this weekend. And I left Havasu, and I was driving from Havasu to California, to Southern California. Sterling. And there's Oh, really? 
And there's like Tell a strip of freaking nothing for like 150 miles. Right. And I had a little moment, and I was like, this dude walked across there. He walked 20 miles a day. Yeah. Dude. And there's I, nothing out there. Like, I'm like, where's this guy going to sleep? Like, for 30 miles, I go, okay, he started here, and this is where he's going to stop. Right. Like, really? That was the hardest stretch. That's we, where me and Suze went and saw him on Lake Havasu, and it's yeah. nothing. And that road is tiny and tight. Right. Everybody thought he died. That was scary. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't in touch with anybody. So... I told him today uh, to throw out the Pulp Mech show on CNN, so I'm sure he's going to, and we'll be getting rich and bitches and Lamborghinis. If you had mm-hmm. made white Pulp Mech shirts, he would have been wearing a Pulp Mech shirt and not a Hart and Huntington shirt. So, Pookie, you were right. Should have been a Pulp shirt. Hey, white one. Should have done a collab. Yeah. Hey, receptionist. <laughs> <laughs> back Don't it, call back me it that. down. All right, let's get to our. Uh, our... That's so funny. Who is that? You know, I don't know. You don't know who that is? Bugger. One more time. That's so funny. You wouldn't know him. No, not you, at all. Do you know Phil Lawrence? Uh-huh. That's factory. That's factory. Oh, really? Yeah. Dang. Let's guess our next guest. Puerto Rico's own, Kyle Chisholm. Chiz, what's up? Hey, what's up, what's bud? Up? <laughs> How are you? Ha-ha. Getting the sand out of my throat. Getting <laughs> the sand out of my So the guy, has a life, the guy has a life-threatening injury at Houston, and from his trach, his voice is a little screwed up, and you find it funny. <laughs> Kenny, good job. Yeah, Good job, well, Kenny. I know he's okay now. Hey, Mike. I'm hanging up. I'm hanging up. I'm done with this interview. <laughs> you uh, sound like that before, dude. Um, no, no, not as bad. Yeah, whatever. Mike Mason's in the house too. Uh, ESPN speed and style gold medalist, by the way. So How's I going, know. Dude? I saw that. That's, that's sweet. How you doing? Good. How are you? Yeah. Doing good. A little tired. Uh, time it is. Hey, yeah. Why don't you guys exchange numbers and it sounds like you guys are like you know getting along pretty <laughs> Shut well. Shut up, Kenny. Isn't it pressure <laughs> curvy right now? Don't be hey. don't be jealous, Kenny. Hey God. hey Chiz, your What's man, up? Dang, who's been in your yep. corner, is grew up with Mike Mason and they've been long time friends. Yep. I grew up with his chin. The chin is awesome. The chin, the dangster. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get to the let's, let's get to the business here. Of this interview, Chiz. Um, all right, so for people who don't know, Thursday morning, afternoonish, you get the call. How do you feel about filling in for an injured Jimmy Albertson for Team Puerto Rico, all the way in Belgium? Um, and and you hopped on the plane and went over, and uh, it was tough. Your suspension didn't show up. You had to ride Smolin stuff. Bike was a little funky. You guys didn't make the A main. You crashed in every race that you were out there. It was pouring rain in the in your practice. It seemed like everything was going against you, but Having said all that, we're two days away, two days out. How do you feel about the whole experience? Uh, it was fun. I mean, you kind of summed up my whole my whole deal. I got an email uh, Thursday morning when I got up, or not really when I got up, like later in the morning, probably I don't know, ten, eleven, and uh, got the email. I actually like two years ago. The reason he had my email, uh, like two thousand ten, when I heard uh, about Regal doing it, like when it was in Colorado at Thunder Valley. Um, I'd emailed Gabby, who is in charge of the whole team, and uh, back then, so he had my email still and sent me an email saying Jimmy got hurt, and it was uh, obviously a bummer to hear that he got hurt. But uh, I kind of made some phone calls. I talked to Jimmy Button. Um, he was already over there um, to see what he could pull together, and uh, he he made some some calls and uh, talked to Mitch Payton, talked to the uh, CLS Kawasaki team over there, and uh, pretty much from like. 10 in the morning until my flight at like 7.30 that night. I was on the phone with everybody trying to get gear sorted and mm-hmm. make sure it was okay with my team if I went and everything you can imagine. And I uh, had to go get my practice bike and have my dad 
you know, get what little parts that I could. Like, I got suspension and handlebars and, like, a sprocket and grips to bring with me over there. And, uh, of course, I got there and my the, the suspension box didn't show up, which had everything in it. Right. And uh, it, it actually showed up at the hotel Sunday at, like, 6 o'clock in the evening. So, you know, and then I left Monday morning. <laughs> nice, so nice. They're, they're just in time. So. Right, right. Yeah, um, the Olin's guys over there, though, kind of put some stuff together for me. Um, borrowed some handlebars from, which aren't, I just I got some handlebars to use that were closer to what I run. And <laughs> This sounds like winter things just all. made it work. I know. I got a tank. <laughs> I got some bars. I got some bars. Yeah, That's... yeah. So it was, it was a little bit of a mess, but, it was, you know, I, I didn't really expect much because of the whole, you know, deal, obviously, and, I hadn't really ridden. I rode like one day with Chad um, up at his house um, Monday that week, last week. So, you know, kind of my plan after Elsinore is take, you know, like three weeks off, just kind of relax, rest up, and then start, you know, October getting ready for Monster Cup and and back to Supercross. So hadn't really been riding and, and all that. But, you know, not that I forgot how to ride in a few weeks. But right. would have been more prepared had I known, you know, going into it. But yeah, and, and you're a good it, sand rider. You definitely were a good pick for for the team. You're a great sand rider. You know, yep. and, and I wouldn't call that sand though. That's well, something else. let's get to that. <laughs> what you think of the track? I mean, what, what were you? Uh, I mean, I know I've told you that. Yeah. Like, that was the hardest track I've ever ridden in my life. I, I mean, <laughs> and I know, I I know, I know how people feel like that. Like, you can't fathom when I say that how hard it was because I didn't myself. Like, actually, last year, and I think you know this, Mathis, but last year, 2011, when I was riding for Moto Concepts and Villeman was my team manager, I told him at the beginning of the year, because I saw that, that that race on the GP schedule was an off weekend for us, like after Washougal. So I right. told him, you know, hey, I'd like to go over and race it. You know, I like riding in the sand and all that. And it'd be cool to do it. And obviously him with his, you know, Europe connections was kind of kind of looking into making it happen. And, you know, I got hurt, so I didn't end up getting to do it. But uh, so I've been wanting to go over there anyway. So mm-hmm. I've looked into the track and watched videos of it. New, you know, hearing stories from people, it's really sandy. It's you know, David told me it's not, not it's sandier than what I think it is and than what I've ever wrote. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm sure it's sandy, but it can't be that bad. And uh, it was that bad. I mean, it was it was just, I don't know, nothing like I've ever ridden before. And I get, you can kind of see just from watching the, you know, Dungy and all the Team USA guys, how much they struggled. And uh, it was just totally, it was just different. And it was weird. The best best way to describe it is different. You can't really know unless you go and actually experience it. Yeah, you. I thought you got better every time you got out, but yeah, you were sabotaged from the beginning because of the bike setup and the rain. I mean, it was pouring rain in your practice, you know. So. Yeah, I mean, it was what well, the high was like in the, like sixty degrees there. So when yeah. I was out in practice in the morning, which we only got one, you know, one like forty minute practice, and I missed like the first five or eight minutes of it because we were still putting my bike together. Yeah, um, we had just got suspension and we were trying to put it together. So I missed the first, you know, five eight minutes of it. Um, and when I got out there, it started pouring rain. So I think I got like, I think I did like actually two like laps when I was like trying to like actually go and right, not like, right. you know, my gloves were soaked. I couldn't see, even though my x ray goggles were looking good. I yes, just had water on my, my goggles, you know, so. We don't have the um, water, the anti-water <laughs> ones built yet. I needed, I needed the jet ski ones. So those weren't, that we didn't have them with us, but uh, mm-hmm. no, it, it was tough. We had the one practice. So went back and tried to change a couple of things. And then we had the qualifying moto and, uh, I think how they do the gate pick, you know, you draw, I guess, the the somebody on the team, like your team manager for yeah. the country picture, you know, they draw out of a hat or whatever they do for a mm-hmm. gate pick. So we had, like, 23rd gate pick, so it wasn't that great. And 
um, I don't know, I was probably around 15th, 20th in the beginning of the race and got up to like, I think 13th at one point and I had a little group of guys ahead of me could have got maybe to the top 10, which, which even though Zach had crashed in his qualifying in the MX2, um, still would have put us in the, you know, in the main, no, no problem. And I went down too and, uh, yeah. couldn't get my bike started and. Zach, uh, yeah. Zach, Zach after you. Zach after Puerto Rico. He, did. he screwed us. Screwed you. No, uh, we all did. He was doing good. He, what he was in like sixth in his qualifier yeah. and yep. went down pretty hard. So hey, how was the how was the, the the body as far as being tired? Like, did you did you keep to U.S. time? Did you try to keep to U.S. time? Were you just dead tired at times? How was that part it, of it? It was hard. You know, I was in California um, after Elsinore. I stayed out there for a couple weeks and. Um, so I was out there just kind of hanging out, you know, not riding, just relaxing a little bit. Um, came home. I actually just came home, like, this week, you know, before the race. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was kind of – it's kind of hard just adjusting back to Florida time. You know, it's right. I was going to bed at, like, 1, 2 in the morning because it's only, you know, 10 in California. So kind of not on the best sleep schedule this that whole week and, you know, didn't really wasn't really riding at all. And then I got the call. And so I was just really screwed on time because I was kind of more or less coming from California time, which was, yeah. like, nine hours different. So right. – um, I left like 7.30 Thursday evening or night, whatever, and I uh, got over there like Friday. At, like, I think my plane landed at like 5 in the evening. Yeah. And uh had some guys pick me up at the airport, took me out to the track. It was dark by the time I got out there, so I didn't get to go look at the track or anything. Um, I saw my bike for like two minutes, and we didn't have anything to to do to it because they you know, lost my suspension and right, right. all my stuff. So. Yeah, I woke up the next morning and had one practice to go out there and try to figure <laughs> out the track in, in the rain. So, oh, man. Um, it, was, it was a mess. But, you know, it, as as much of a mess as, as it was and everything, it was I don't know, It was just cool to get to go over there and do that and experience the, yeah. the race. I've never even been to a Donations before, even when it was in the U.S. So it was cool just, you know, to mm-hmm. you know, see it, experience it, and for me, kind of check off two bucket lists because, you know, I'd always wanted to ride that track. Yeah. I don't know if I ever want to ride it again, but <laughs> I rode it. And then, you know, obviously I got to ride in the in the race. So well, that was cool. And uh, yeah, we just, it, it was fun. We just got the phone with Mike Brown, who's, who's been named to Team USA twice and never got to go. And definitely yeah. sound a little bummed about it, you know, like, and here you go. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you were for Puerto Rico, but you got to go and race. And, yeah. and like you said, it's it's phenomenal thing. So are you yeah. are you sore today? It's Tuesday. Tuesday um, night. How do you feel? I'm actually, I'm actually not that bad. I mean, I didn't have to. If I, if we would actually made it in and <laughs> had a race on on Sunday, we would have had like you know the the on Saturday we did the 40 minute practice and then a 20 minute plus two lap qualifier. Right. And then uh, Sunday we did like a 20 minute practice and then the B final is 30 minutes plus two. So if we would have made it. It would have been the twenty minutes, the thirty plus two, and then two more thirty plus twos. Right. That my motos were basically like thirty minutes between, so like back to back. So yeah. it would have been a lot of racing, but obviously we didn't make it in, so yeah. I only had to do the one moto. So actually, not I wasn't that you know wasn't that sore, but um, you know yeah. it would have been a long day had we made it in. Right, uh, Greg Albertson, so. your mechanic too. Yeah, Jimmy, no, I, Jim, with his brother Jimmy team, jacked up. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's good to hear Jimmy's doing better, but. Um, Greg, he was a big help. His whole, their whole family was, you know, his parents were there and, you know, I had nobody with me because it was so last minute. So I was by myself, mm-hmm. first time in another country racing by myself. And, um, so well, had, it was a little, little different, but I, I was there. I was there. A, yeah. I had you that, you I know, was, that was the main, main well, he, whoa, 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 whoa. He I was there the a, first time in another country racing. Oh, by himself. By myself. Yeah. By myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Cause you are the king. 
Versus, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are the well, king. Yeah, but I, I had I had Gary Bear there with me. So I, I spent a lot of time with a lot of guys and I don't I think I spent most time with Kyle Chisholm. Just making sure he was okay. Yeah. You know, Mathis needed, was my man friend for the need, weekend. Because you know, I had nobody there. You know? Well, he was giving me massages between practices and stuff. Everything. Building you know, goggles. Building a ton of goggles for you, you know? too, by the way. God, I was yeah. building a lot of goggles. Um, <laughs> just because, yeah, it was tough. Um, so, okay, so, yeah, it was tough for you. you, you yeah. But you're glad you went. So what's what what up for you now? We're, uh, we're October 2nd. Um, you're going to ride Monster Energy Cup for your old team, Jeff Ward, or for your 2012 team, Jeff Ward Racing? Um, yeah, that's the plan right now. Um, I'll be back out in California next week to start getting ready, kind of rest up this week, obviously, from this trip. Um, and I'm going to go back out there, I think, over the weekend and uh, get ready for that. I'm actually, you know, I didn't, it was so late getting my deal done last year. Um, I didn't, I think, sign my deal until November sometime. Mm-hmm. So my contract this year goes through, you know, like October 31st or whatever, right. the end of this month. So, um, which for me is cool, you know, because things are still up in the air for me right now. So at least I can kind of, right. you know, I ha- I can be able to go to that race with support, and not be on my own, and yeah. and all like that. And uh, so looking forward to that, and get back into Supercross. And you know, like always, you're kind of at the end of Supercross, you're ready for outdoors. You know, tired of you know, kind of doing the Supercross every yeah all week, tired of burning laps, and then same with outdoors. After riding that track, I'm like, I want to be on a Supercross track. So <laughs> yeah, you uh, <laughs> and do you, you don't know what you're doing next year. Uh, is there a chance you go back to? Um, Jeff Ward Racing, we know. Uh, I I don't know at this point. You know, I don't know. I know they're still kind of sorting some things out. Um, I haven't, honestly. I, I wish I had news to tell you guys, but um, still still figuring things out, and uh, hope hope to know sooner rather than later. Uh, yeah, no, that'd be good. Um, Watson, oh. yes, Kyle, sir. Kyle Chisholm, Hart Nunnington. I, I don't know. I have to talk to his uh, his agent. No, yeah. yeah, you're not, you're gonna have to talk to my agent. You know, you can't ask me those questions. So, you're right, your agent. Jeez. <laughs> um, no, I mean, come on, Kenny, what's up? Come on, Ken, pressure's on. Yeah, come on, Kenny, <laughs> your pressure. Look, hire yeah. him. Look, your your other guy is super cost only for some reason that none of us understand. So, hire Chiz. Let him go at the end of the deal so he can go get an outdoor ride because he's a better outdoor rider, I feel, than a super cost rider. Even though he's a tremendous super cost rider. So let him go, sign right. him, let him go for super for outdoors, and he'll go find a ride for outdoors. Done deal. Bring him to Vegas. I'll okay. show him how to train. We'll be good to go. <laughs> okay. Nice. You'll show him how to train? Yeah. I can run around my block. Yeah. That's about it. I want to, I want to see it. <laughs> okay, check this out. Yeah. Can Next Brand pay him $40,000 next year to help offset some of the cost yeah. on my team? Uh, if you can, if X Brand does it, it pays him that much, I will sign him. I don't think we can pay 40 Come on, Mathis. If, if I did 40 you. could he do the outdoors? <laughs> No? Maybe. Oh, I mean, you got to take them outdoors. Uh, yeah, we got, well, there we, we gotta go. Get rich on the line. Get, get rich on yeah. the line. We got to. We got to have a step up. Yeah, no, we, we want to <laughs> keep you in X Brown goggles next year. Unfortunately, Watson's team is a Fox goggle company. You, I you, you always say that I need to hire this guy and hire that yeah. guy, but you, you guys aren't going to your wallet to pay your athletes. So we pay our athletes well, don't we, Chiz? X Brown goggles. Yep, that's right. And Look. you get clear vision with the deal. Uh, and Guaranteed. we're looking for a top freestyle rider next year. I'm right here. <laughs> and I don't even need tear offs or nothing. Yeah, that's sweet. Two pairs of goggles Same. a year. What about what about this lens? Could you wear this lens? Oh, I'd wear that lens all day long. Really? Yeah, the, the Terminator one. lens. Yeah. Is it the Terminator? Yeah, it's the Terminator lens. Yeah, yeah, because because yeah. it's sort of our signature thing. Michael Lessie runs it too. Gotcha. Chiz doesn't, but no. Can, can you put that in a, Can you put that in a beer goggle? 
Yes. Because this would be your poster child. We do have Could the beer goggles. Yeah, yeah, I need beer goggles yeah. bad. We have the, had them the, the other night. Silver, silver bullet, the Corona, or the Heineken. Where's the silver bullet? Do you have one here? No, I don't. you have a catalog here? Uh, No. Great representative of the company. Can't even tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> oh man, whatever. Uh, so, uh, Chiz Bursey, you're on a press release, so clearly you're going. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't ah. want to talk about it right now. Really? You're you're angry because they they're not they're putting in a press release and they haven't really finished finalized the deal. No, because they won't pay well, the guy. He's the champ. He's the champ, and they won't pay him. Well, why would they put him on a press release? That's I don't I don't like that. If the deal's not done, they shouldn't put you in a press release. Stupid. So, Who's running this thing? Yeah, I don't know. We're working on it. I want to go back. Uh, you know, I, I want to go. I've been there. I've only been there twice the last two years. And Yeah. You know, You're good. Got sec- a second and a first, so I, I want to go back. I, I like it. I enjoy the race. Um, you know, it's good. I like doing off-season, you know, a couple of them, just right. so you're not sitting around for three, three and a half months waiting for Anaheim. So. Question, yeah, uh, we'll see. question for you, Kenny, from the email. Kent. A couple weeks ago, you talked about the H&H Saquon press conference on October 5th. I wanted to see when it got changed to. Thanks, Dustin. Wait for the press press release. On when the press conference is? <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. Um, well, just, just checking out. So, okay, so now you got to get back busy riding Supercross Chiz and uh, and uh, getting ready for Monster Energy Cup, I guess, huh? That's the next that's the next plan? Yeah. Yeah, that's the next thing. I right. uh, rest up this week a little bit, and then I'll be back out in, in uh, California and – Get back right. into Supercross mode. And your chick is currently filming a movie? Not at home? Nope, she's not at home. Today is our one-year wedding anniversary, and I'm home alone. Oh, man. I mean, that's tough. Right. Yeah. No, she's actually driving back now. She's on her way back. She's oh, yeah. got a little part in a movie up there and um, been filming for a couple of days. So Cool. On her way back now, so she's uh, pretty sweet. Did- Trying to get see. That's my my long term plan. She's gonna pay the bills for when I'm done racing. So. Yeah, so I like gotta get her man. going. That's what mine does. So, yeah, pays the bills. Right. Uh, did you get a new couch yet? I I didn't get a new couch. That is bullshit. I didn't, Cheers. I didn't get. Hey, if Kenny would step up and get me a give me a ride, I could maybe afford a couch. Good job, Watson. You Come sound on, like Kenny. about eighty other guys. You, you should see his couch. <laughs> Come on, Kenny. Wah, wah, wah. You should see his couch. Why, did you have to sleep on it or something? No, but I had to sit there and watch Stupid Golf Mathis. Channel with him. No, Mathis broke it. No, I did not. Hold on for you. Boy, is that a shocker. Easy now. <laughs> Steve would say, boy, is that a shocker. Uh, all right. Hey, so, I, next question. I'm actually in my office, though, and I'm sitting in a chair. Oh, okay. When I went there, his thing. Because you know why? He's taking care of business. You know what? His, in his, his office. His chair in his office was a, was a pro circuit stand. Literally. He sat on a pro circuit stand on his computer. I'm like, really? Is money that hey, tight, Chiz? Wait, but what stand was it? I don't know. What was it? MX2 Canadian Champion stand. Oh, was it? Nice. Number one. Yeah. Not just any stand, okay? No, no. And hey, while we're Maybe at it, camp. while we're at it, and I talked to you and I Twittered this, you raced Gopher Dunes up in Canada. That's probably the closest yeah. thing to Lomo, but in your opinion, uh, Lomo yeah. was gnarlier? Yeah, for sure. The, just the, the thing with, with Lomo, like, that was hard for me. I'm, I'm sure you guys saw. I don't know. I haven't seen it like on TV, so I don't know how good the angles were of what they showed. You know, of the track, but there was like a few, like I don't know, half the track. You were just like in these like long like sand ruts, like all the way down these straightaways, like hundreds of feet long. And so it wasn't like just whooped out sand where you could just kind of go wherever, and it was just whooped out everywhere. It was like whooped out everywhere in ruts. Right. So that was the hardest part to me, the most like uncomfortable part. Um, 
like, I don't know, like, I think the last moto, like, when Dungey, like, crashed or whatever he did, like, we went through mm-hmm. the little banners or whatever, yeah. um, like, all he did was get, like, cross-rutted, you know, going through the ruts. Right. So you couldn't really see, like, what it looked like on TV right there, at least from that little clip that I saw. But, like, that's what you could just see how uncomfortable he looked going through it and then gets cross-rutted, you know, off the track. And mm-hmm. watching, like, Caroli and Hurlings, they're just, like, you would think the track was completely smooth, like, watching them ride. And, yeah. Like, go for dunes, gets whooped out in Sandy, and it's deep sand, like Florida kind of sand, not like Southwick. But it doesn't get, like, ruts like that down the straightaways. So, mm-hmm. well, it was just weird. So Hey, where'd you watch the motos from? Um, I watched one of them on top of the, you know, the monster big yeah. thing they had there by the finish. Yep. I watched one up on top of there, and then one or two of them up there. And then the other one, there there was, like, too many people, so they wouldn't let us up there. So I just watched it. Um, at the Dixon Yamaha uh, truck, oh, yeah. like that on the TV. Right, right. That was actually the best place to watch anyway. I know, it was, wasn't very good for watching. It's such a flat piece of land, you know, it's flat, so yep. and the, it's almost like the crowd is above the track, so you couldn't really see a whole lot. So. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, well hey, thanks spectating. Thanks for coming on the show, man, and uh, yeah, things didn't work out, but it was still a cool story, and it's cool that you went, and um, yeah, it's, uh, like I said, um, it was tough to go, but th- thanks anyways, uh coming on and telling your side of the story it's cool yeah no problem it was fun it's a good trip uh definitely thank uh, my team for you know letting me go and then mm-hmm. the whole all the guys from puerto rico that you know put it on for uh getting me over there and and greg for mechanicing for me all weekend it was uh without them it uh wouldn't have yeah. wouldn't have happened and mitch and those guys were getting me the bike and man yeah greg, that, every know, time... it, it was a lot to put together in about five hours so um yeah, every, definitely. Every time, I went, every time I went over there, Greg Albertson was working very hard <laughs> yeah. on something. But trying to find something right. for us to make the bike better. And yeah, no, it, was, it was a lot of work, but it was fun. Bummer we didn't make it, but right. good experience and uh, had a good time. So, Kenny, you'll be calling him tomorrow? When when do we finalize? Come on, Kenny. Come on, Kenny. <laughs> Come on, Kenny. I tried, Kyle. It's three against one. You have, you have to give yeah. in. Yeah. There's only two. Oh, you're counting yourself. Yeah. Counting myself. And, and counting. I'm for Chiz, too. Oh, okay, so oh, yeah. four. Yeah. Uh, four. There we go. Yeah. All right, I'll call Whatever. you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. Done deal. Pulpamex. Yeah, we're, making we're, deals happen on Pulpamex. Where miracles happen. All right, thanks, Chiz. <laughs> I appreciate it. And uh, I'll be yeah. in touch, man. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. All right, Sit everybody. Uh, Puerto Rico slash Jeff Ford Racing's Kyle Chisholm talking about his uh, experience in Disney Nations. Um, yeah. Car- Carl. Hey, Mathis, K-Dub, Tits, and JT. Awesome show as always. I wanted to talk about the motocross nations without the usual hype about the sand and all that. Firstly, it was an awesome race with the usual excitement of Disney nations. Obviously, Caroli and Hurlings are on a different level. Can we now just say that this was a proper sand track, which most of the riders have ridden a fair bit apart from the U.S. team? Um, this was a case of Germany winning with experience and not the USA meltdown slash failure. It's going to be analyzed as. Lastly, I don't know the reasons behind it, but as or for the U.S. team coming out onto the podium to a chorus of boos from the local crowd. It was totally out of order. They should be applauded for their efforts. They've just finished a grueling season in the hardest championship in the world, and then they fly halfway around the world to compete. If they didn't turn up, the Disney nations wouldn't have half the appeal, and any victory would be hollow. Asterisk mark that one. Other than that, it was a great event, and roll on to the Monster Cup. Great show, guys. Keep it up. Carl from London. So Carl didn't like the U.S. team being booed on the podium, which, yeah, does suck. I don't agree with that. Good, good one. Um, that was a dog. Scared me. Yeah, that was our dog. Yeah. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, we got voicemails coming up. We got the tweeted tits segment. X brown goggle tear offs. Excuse me. Tweeted you. 
Tweet at me. Right. Did you get questions from a Corey Moser for the X brand sure tear off segments? Yep. I got some birthday presents to open. Yep. From the Circle Jerkies. Yep. All right, that'll be fun. And we got uh, more hijinks with Kenny Watson and Mike I Mason. I the Dream Team's gifts haven't shown up yet, or I don't know. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. That speaks effort. Right. That speaks volumes for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, more Motocross the Nations talk and uh, more Freestyle MX talk coming up after the break. Thanks, everybody, for listening to BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Fly Racing, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, Race Tech, Black Ops Moto. Thank you, Black Ops Moto, for coming on. Uh, definitely check them out. You get a 5% discount if you call them and order. www.blackopsmoto.com. Like them on Facebook. Quicker throttle response, better power gains, easier starting, two-stroke, four-strokes, vintage bikes, uh, increased energy at the spark plug uh, gap, allowing more energy to be released into your combustion chamber. Used by Michael Essie, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semex, among others. So Black Ops Moto, thanks for coming on board. We're going to take a commercial break and then come back with uh, more fun on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. See ya. This is Georgia Lindsay, presenter of the Motocross Grand Prix, and you're listening to the Pulp Mech Show with Mathis and Watson. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com, featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code, STEVE, S-T-E-V-E, and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show, and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new Pro Launch device makes getting hole shots easy. It's a set it and forget it deal, featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also, check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the one, two, three easy build skid plates hour meters throttle tubes radiator braces and more works connection is the company that is killing it in northern california and proud to be a sponsor of the pulp mx show as a matter of fact enter pulp mx upon checkout and save 20 percent off your order Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dainese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system, which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at agv.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins more fun 
For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory, engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation and American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything, from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. The result of design experience and factory rider feedback. Fly Racing continues to push through the boundaries of innovation and technology, function and fit. Worn by factory motocross pros Andrew Short and Trey Kennard, as well as off-road pros Stuart Baylor and Team JCR Honda, Fly Racing designs products for the serious rider and racer. The difference is in the details. For more information, visit flyracing.com to view its entire range of exciting products. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top riders like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Glocks and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog, anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out thexbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. I'm Justin Barsha, number 20 on the Geico Honda, and I wear free gun underwear. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and X-Game star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun. Get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Rockford Fosgate has been the business of sound for over 30 years. At Rockford, we know you're fanatical about your music. You take it with you on the road and off. That's why Rockford Fosgate designs and builds audio gear that will deliver big, clear sound for your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat. Rockford Fosgate, car audio for fanatics. 
Rockford Fosgate is a proud sponsor of the Dodge, Saquon Casino, Harden Huntington, Bell Ray Racing Supercross team. Pulp MX Show listeners, is it time to change that fork and shock oil? Well, for this and much more, look to Racetech, the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. Pro racers like Ben LeMay, Derek Anderson, Mike Corbin, Cody Gilmore, and more depend on Racetech. So should you. bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Essie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners 5% off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Welcome back. Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. A little bit of Pennywise there uh, coming out of the break. Watson, that is uh, your selection of the night. And I would just like to say, not as good as Van Halen. Nothing is. It's pretty good. But not as good as Van this, Halen, Mason. This one's two to one. 
Pennywise is better. It oh. doesn't matter. Shocker that you brought him over to support you for your <laughs> stupid music. Never. Todd, he didn't. He well, just pull know, your microphone up. He just knows good music, dude. Yeah, it's you're probably like, like, hey, Mason, I'm playing Pennywise. I need your uh, support. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I need we talk your support. About. Yeah. Yeah, on the sure. show, man. Hey, Mason, come over here and drive 45 minutes out of your way so you could support me. And when I say listen to Pennywise, <laughs> yeah. that's exactly Yeah, it's probably stupid yeah. plan of yours. Yeah, that's exactly. Hey, did you call Chisholm on that break? No. I saw you on the phone. No. Oh. You working numbers? Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out here. Hey, what we talked about last week, uh, still getting calls for riders, from riders? Oh, yeah. Still? Yeah. Even though it's like October, like nobody. Hey, Brett Metcalf, I found out, not, not 100% for sure, but probably just going to do outdoors next year. For who? Doesn't have a ride, but probably just going to do outdoors. He's still hurt from his injuries and doesn't have a ride and has a new baby and maybe just outdoors for Meddy, which, I mean, he's better at. Yeah, for so, sure. Um, so we'll see about that. Uh, BTOsports.com, tweet at Pookie segment coming up, uh, voicemails. That's right. Um, and we have freestyle legend, uh, icon, I like, hero. I, I still don't even know what to call Hero, Mike Mason. Um. Let's, we talked a little bit on the break about the X Games, but before we get to that, I want to uh, pick your brain a little bit more. So the Nitro Circus show that you did here in Vegas last year that we checked out um, was pretty phenomenal, pretty cool. How does that compare to the Nuclear Cowboys, and are the Nitro guys trying to do something um, like that? No, Nitro guys, they're just trying to turn a TV show into a right. live show, you know? Yeah. And that's what's cool about it. I mean, both shows are cool. Nuclear Cowboys is cool, but it's in a totally different aspect. It's all pretty much dirt bikes. There's a couple quads and trials as yeah. well. But, you know, it's that's on its end. And where Nitro is like, you know, there's shopping carts, there's skate, yeah. BMX, coolers, tricycles, everything, you know? And mm-hmm. It was pretty fun. It's cool for us because the moto is just like a little portion of it. So we get to do all our best stuff and, and then hang, watch, hang yeah, watch right. all the mega ramp and all the craziness going on. It's pretty, pretty gnarly to watch. And are they trying to get a tour going, the Nitro guys? I know when yeah. I went there, they said yes. But. Yeah, well, they actually, before the Vegas show, they did Australia. Okay. And then uh, Vegas, and then they did Australia and New Zealand this year, or the last year and a half. Yeah. And they're actually starting their Europe tour in a couple of weeks, I think, like so early let me November. Ask, why, why, now Nuclear Cowboys is doing all right, I guess. They're coming back for another year. But why the Krusty tours are still going on in Australia? What is it about Australia and New Zealand? Like, it's insane. Yeah, Australia is just... They're really like American based, is where you know anything that's American, like Metal Militia, Heart and Huntington, any of that stuff. Krusty, you know, back in the day when they yeah. were doing all the gnarly stuff, they just love that stuff. Even Carrie's undercover wife, Pink, you know, they like they just feed off American, you know, stuff, and that's they're, why they're like great. they're like ten years behind time. Back. Yeah, they, I mean, like really, like the Krusty tour sells out every year. Uh, Nitro, yeah, because like, like, I came into Krusty tour, it was already in like its eighth or ninth year, and I did it another four years, and it was sold out every time. Like, yeah, crazy, you know, and it's diehard fans like. Seth would still go there, even though he didn't ride no more. He'd still go there and burn out on a Harley for 30 seconds. And at the autograph signing, it. it was like everybody yeah, yeah. just still loves Seth. It's crazy. <laughs> um, it's like, like Kenny said, it's like 10 years behind. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, how did, how was the attendance on the on the Nuclear Cowboys? It's getting better every okay. year. You know, I've but done... it's not at the level of an Australian. No, no, huh. not yet. But from the first year I did it till mm-hmm. this past year we just yep. did, it's night and day difference. Right, you know, right. we, This year we had maybe a couple shows that weren't that great. Yeah. But, I mean, the first year it was like we were pumped if we had – yeah. You know, 90% of an arena filled yeah. up. So. And, of course, you have uh, the Feld guys behind it, which, I mean, they're the juggernauts behind Supercross. So they're going to throw money at it till it works, and they want, yeah. they know they believe in the concept. But it's always blown my mind that the Nitro guys and the Krusty guys, they do so well down under. I don't get it. Like, yeah. 
It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. But because it, you take that same tour here, and you're well. And the the weird thing is too is like in Australia, they'll try and do like a freestyle contest, just no crusty or nothing, you know, just okay. regular contest. Yep. And there'll be like fifty people there to watch. Oh, so it's Amer- They want to see. They want the to see what they like see on said. TV. Right, right, you know, right. It's, it's weird. That's that's crazy, man. But I mean, m- better for you to make a living, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, and to get to go tour Australia a couple times a year, you know, it's awesome. Uh, let me ask you this: uh, You can be as specific as you want, or as vague as you want. What, what's your income? What are you doing? Are you doing well these days? Like, is 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 now better? Is now better than five years ago? Like in the motor industry, it's kind of tanked. Yeah, not tanked, but you know what I mean. It, the, definitely, the salaries are down. How is it in the freestyle world? Freestyle world's still pretty good. Yeah, I mean, for me, you know, because I'm yeah. not a top moto racer, you know, right. I never made nothing racing. So to make anything on a dirt bike is awesome. But you know, from when well, I you first... made, when you made nationals, you made probably a lot. I mean, it's, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, fifteen hundred. Yeah, yeah, I'd make fifteen hundred a year or something. Last me two years. So. Yeah, but no, now it's still going good. Yeah. We've still got a lot of shows. You know, Cowboys is a huge piece of my income, and then yep. obviously doing good at X Games, you get the bonuses. You know, the, right. the check, everything. So. Doing good. Somehow I keep pulling it off another yeah, year. That's all right. Yeah, not not too bad. Yeah. And the salaries, like you said, everybody's doing okay. Like, yeah. Like the 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 economy crashing, uh, bike sales, all that hurt a lot of racers. But yeah, maybe you guys we're not, were. We're yeah. not so much moto industry based. Right. Like a lot of our stuff's lifestyle sponsors. Yeah. You know, I mean, like Rockstar does moto stuff, but yeah. it's not a moto industry. So when the moto industry's hurting, they're not. Yeah. So much in that kind of situation. Coolest coolest event you've ever done. Coolest event I've ever done. Yeah, I'm gonna turn the TV off, Kenny. Yeah, I'm gonna Kenny. turn it off. No way! Now when the Yankees just won. Yeah, I'm gonna turn it off. Okay, cool. Good, good job, Yankees. Yeah, but, right uh, on. Kenny loves you. Hey, Kenny. Kenny's happy. Everybody <laughs> in New York. Try it. Um, okay. Coolest event I yeah, would say ever. would be the Krusty Tour. It's not one event, but yeah, it's the whole yeah. tour. The Krusty Tour down yeah, under. It's yeah, just, yeah. The, that five years that I toured over there was just ridiculous. Every year it blew my mind. Right. Even like we would do regional tours where it's like you're going to the outback and doing you know showing yeah. like the small city ever. Right. That kind of stuff. So wait, it was, awesome. it was cooler than the the um. <clears throat> The Salt Lake City Dew Tour? Yeah. <laughs> it was cooler. It's cooler than that. Yeah. Come on, Because that's exercise. You won that. I know. You don't think I was tired? I slept for about three days after doing those four laps. <laughs> what you didn't a, win how that. Do you, you killed those guys. How do you – obviously, you're one of the bigger names, but how do you get on a Krusty Tour, a Nitro thing, the Nuclear Cowboys? I mean, do they come to you? Is it like Moto where it's like everybody wants to do it, obviously? They come to you, you 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 call them. I mean, I imagine if it's a small it, world, you guys all know each other. But yeah, it's a little bit of both. You know, like you said, freestyle is such a small community yeah. that when they go to big tours, they're going to go to guys that have established themselves already. Right. Like I was actually like a third generation of the Krusty tour. You know, it's yeah. not like they called me right when they started. So, right. but yeah, it's just and then like Feld, I had rode their contest series back in the day, the IFMA series, like oh five oh six yep. there. So when this tour was coming up, you know, they kind of went back to those guys, you know, Bo Bamberg and Miller and all those guys that have grown up yep. in their series. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. Now, is it like, I mean, okay, this is again, excuse my ignorance, but let's say, I mean, does do underperforming guys get dropped and they bring new guys on? How do yeah. new guys get on? Yeah. I it's, I mean, everyone's up for evaluation every year, you know, okay. cause we got to hold our spots in the show, even yeah. though maybe you're not, it's not even trick wise, but you got to make sure you're in your spot, right? You're not blowing yeah. it. You're not complaining about your bike and sitting out scenes, right. and, you know. So it's all actually, choreographed. So if yeah. you're not in the right place at the right time, yeah. you could hurt somebody well, or hurt somebody. I was talking to um, was it Cliff? No, who was I talking to? Who's the mechanics on the Cliff, Cliff and Cliff, Gieb. Cliff and Gieb. 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 I was talking to yeah. Gieb. Sorry, Gieb was the guy I was talking to, and uh, you know the Feld guys don't fool around. Hey, you want to go out drinking? No problem. But guess what? It's 9 a.m. Is is yeah. Rehearsal. Rehearsals, practice, right. everything. And for you guys, for the FMX guys, 
it's a it's a chore, not a chore, but you can't fuck off. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I mean, we know our limits. Like, we'll still go out and have a little bit of fun, but yeah. you know, you can't stay out till seven in the morning and then go ride a show. You know, right, right. There you was stay a, out till six though. Six. Yeah, I get back by six thirty <laughs> yeah, every time, yeah. get my couple hours of sleep, but. But you know what I mean? Like, it, it's, no, it's it, a job. Like, hey, a, you, you guys will be turfed if you didn't. Yeah, and, yeah. and we know that, too, because it's, like, scary. Like Kenny said, if you're not in the right spot, like, we almost got landed on by a quad last year. The guy jumped the jump one more lap than he was supposed to. Oh, okay. And we were all riding up the landing ramp. So yeah, he, yeah. we see this quad just in the air, and there's 14 of us riding up the landing ramp, yeah, you know? Yeah. So right. you, have to, you have to be on spot. And, Are you riding in a nuclear Cowboys? Are you riding the whole time? I mean, how much do you do? How much riding do you we do? We do quite a bit of riding, actually. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple scenes. Like I said, the quads will have their own scene. Yeah. And trials will do their own scene. The dancers will have a little scene. But for the most part, I mean, it's a it's a dirt yeah. bike show. So right. we're out there pretty much the whole time. I'm going to give you a little update on this whole thing. Yeah, please do, you know do, who, do you know um, who choreographs the whole thing and, and who's... Biggie they, Diamond. Exactly. Good call. Do so I get anything for that? Do I get yeah. It? You get a good job. If, if we had a sound, engine, sound person on it, we'd get a clap. But we don't. A lot of people don't know, but Mickey... How's that phone, Tits? Because you're just like Tits right now on your phone. I'm looking at my questions to prepare for my segment. How about up. you produce the show and worry about the questions when the questions come? Am I going to get paid as a producer? Yeah, we'll get, you a, new, we'll get you a new iPad. Yeah. yeah. I feel yeah. tension in the office. Yeah. <laughs> you get paid all right. Don't even say it. Do not. <laughs> sicko. Sick. That's cool. Um, yeah, so anyways, um, so Nuclear Cowboys is a big part of your deal. So I imagine you got to turn down stuff because the Cowboys thing. Yeah. Takes, I mean, are you on the road the whole time? Like, is it like a Supercross guy where you fly in? Yeah. It's and, we fly in and out. They take all yeah. our bikes and stuff. But yeah, for so many years when I was doing freestyle, you know, the winter was when we go to Europe. We do like some Supercross demos mm-hmm. or you know just go over and do contests over there. We're now. Did you were at Bursi a couple years ago. Yeah, I did Bursi a couple right. years ago. I think when I've that, done the. Was Geneva that when the guy one. was KO'd himself? One of those no, brothers? no, I was the uh, year before that. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, are we you riding to, the Monster Cup? The demo there? No, because that's Monster. They just do. Oh yeah, you were. Nick was like, "Hey, we gotta go check out Mason's thing." Nick Way was there at Percy, mm. and I'm like, "Huh?" He's like, "Mason's cool. We gotta go check it out. Let's yeah. go. Let's go." Yeah, and you guys are answer MSR guys or whatever. Yeah, we were last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you, Nick's cool. Like I've always, I've talked to yeah. him quite a bit. So. What do you wear now? Uh, I went back to Fox this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, Beaker wow. sellout. Yeah, I know. Right on. Yeah, yeah one of the, be- the the best apparel company in the world. Oh, that's funny, Kenny, because when one sponsored your team, they were the number one apparel company in the world. Mm-hmm. I never said that. A couple years ago. I, you could go back to any clip. And I, might, I, never, I think you did. No, there's no way. Yes, you, I think you did. I think you said. That's f- fuck you, dude. I think <laughs> you, fucking I think you said one. Dude, I think you, get on your knees and suck it, dude. You're crazy. No, I think you said one industry's man. They got it going on. Uh, no, I would never say that. Hey, buddy. You said that, too. I said that, but I wasn't talking about you. Hey, pretty good show tonight. Not too great. You know who that is? No. Chris Ackerman. Oh, really? Yeah. Ackerman listens all the time. Nice. Very, very critical of the show. I bet. Sometimes happy. Doesn't <laughs> like the music. Doesn't like Halen. Didn't lot like Chicken Foot when I brought Chicken Foot in. He said he'd rather be deaf and paralyzed <laughs> instead of just paralyzed than hear Chicken Foot. But anyways, all right. Hey, so um, uh, X Games. We talked about this on the break. You did step up, and that's always a cool event for the moto people and guys like myself to watch. And it's gnarly on TV. And you were just saying and during the break that it's even scarier. And yeah, you, you pulled out this year because you wanted to concentrate on speed and stuff. Yeah, I think it's hands down one of the gnarliest things on a dirt bike. Right. You know, I did it in 08, but we were all on two strokes. So you could build a two stroke up, but it wasn't really going to get away from you too much. Yeah. You know, it'd get like to 30, 35, you know, somewhere yeah. in there. And then watching this year, like it was the day before speed and stuff, I was invited. And I was like, you know, I'm just not feeling it. So I pulled out. They let Miles Richmond in, and he went out, stalled his bike, you know, at 35 feet in the yeah. air. Bucked him off, broke his femur, broke his ankle, and then Byton and Renner went like another 15, almost 20 feet yeah. higher. And 
It was getting to the well, point. Well, the ramp was a little – the whole thing was a little different as far as the – Yeah. Like, it, the know. setup's different every yeah. year because it's, you know, it's just a guessing game. It's not like what right. our freestyle ramps. They have like an exact yeah. – But what he's trying to, to get at is Miles Richmond yeah. bike stalled. They went another 15 feet higher. Well, imagine if Renner's bike stalled yeah. 15 yeah. feet higher. Yeah, when I was sitting in the stands, it was to the point – like, Byton's one of my best friends. I've grown up with him, but – when he hit the bar, I was almost relieved just because if it's anything, over. It's yeah, over. if anything happened to those guys up there, like bail, you know, come off too front and high and bail off or yeah. something like, yeah, dude, that's bad. So, um, it's it's yeah, it looks scary on TV. I imagine when you're mm-hmm. sitting at the base, you're like, fuck, and you just hear them hitting it as hard as they can. Yeah, like it's like they're practicing a start and then just never letting off, right, you know, right. like all the way up the slip. How about when RC did it and he and he fell off and they he was mic'd. He's like, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. No more. And, uh, well, where does that event go? I mean, does it just keep going gnarlier and gnarlier? I yeah. Mean, I mean, it's, like I said, it depends on the lip every year. Like, yep. this year was an extraordinary lip. I mean, next year might be a letdown if they yeah. only go to, like, 38 right. feet, which is still. Why don't they, I mean, I guess they being the designers, why don't they make the landing higher? Like, and just assume that the guys are going to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're still going the same height up. What, would it hurt you to put the landing a little higher? Yeah, I, I don't know what like, the deal is with that. Like, I, I never they really They want get the it, carnage, I bet you. They yeah. want the guys falling from the sky. And I think, too, they don't, you know, like last year's step up, I think, was maybe at like 35 feet. I don't think they really planned for 47 or 48 yeah, yeah, feet, you know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. pretty crazy. So, Mickey Diamond's the, the guy um, for all that, um, for the um, Nuclear Cowboys. Nuclear Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, you talk to him ever? All the, the time. Mick? Yeah, he's two time with 25. Oh, yeah. I had to bring – I even brought a picture from 87 Hangtown National when I was a little kid. Oh, yeah? And I don't know if you remember, like, the old oak tree drop. Like, used yeah. to be real gnarly. Yeah, yeah. And it was first lap of practice, number one plate, and he comes ripping off the thing. They had it, like, four feet of mud, and he just landed stuff, flipped <laughs> over the bars, and we took a picture. He was right in front of us. So. Nice. Yeah, I brought it to him. I wanted to show him. Dude, he's like, oh, cool, thanks. Took off with it. I'm all, damn, I've had that thing since I was, like, five years <laughs> yeah. old, and he just thanks, took it. Thanks, Mick. Yeah. I know I did a podcast with him, and, uh, man, he was a cool guy. Like. It was tough to get a lot out of him. He mm-hmm. really thought a lot before he answered. But, yeah, but you know, it was he's known cool. to analyze a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah very Fun much day to so. be around though for 15 weeks. So. Hey, so in freestyle, um, you know, we did that. We saw that nuclear cowboy thing. Cam Sinclair double backflip. Travis double the backflip, pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, is that where we're at now? Is that still? That was on Nitro tour actually. Yeah. Like nuclear. Yeah. We're not doing that. All right, did but, I say nuclear? Yeah. No, I meant okay. Nitro. But, is that the evolution of freestyle? That's that's next. I mean, that's what that's yeah, what's coming. Far, yeah, for shows, and because you got to yeah. think how. I mean, it's cool they both landed it. Yeah, and how awesome that looked. You know, right. double backflips, gnarliest trick in our sport. Yeah, and you got guys doing it side by side. So yeah, who have knows? You, have you, you done know. one? No, no way. I'm just pumped. I could do you one. You backflip? Yeah, you backflip. Yeah. right. One's good enough for me. No, but I mean, well, you don't do contests or many contests at all. No, but that's where those guys are going to go. They got to pull that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's they, scary. Like Cam, he's done it in X-Fighters. You know, he's gotten yeah. like top, th- but that's what's crazy. He's like, he does double backflips in his run and then does the rest of his run. He still would get like third. It's like, yeah, I don't, yeah. don't want to do that. You right, know? right. Because I mean, it's still Yeah, I mean, they should run, go to all the other a, races and go, can you do that? No. Okay, you win. Yeah, exactly. Right, you right, know, right. I mean, I know it's not best trick and you got to do a whole run, but he still has flip tricks yeah, and everything. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's pretty crazy to have to do that. And What's the worst crash you've had? Um. I think it was three years ago in Australia. I started getting seat grab backflips pretty good. And mm-hmm. we had a, a late setup. And so we had just like 20 minutes of practice. And that's a trick I always like to kind of warm up. You know, I don't like to just wing it. Yeah. Well, I knew I was kind of rushed. So I came off the ramp, pulled like super hard, like I was going to do a big one. And right as I grabbed it, my bike went out from under my legs. My hand slipped out of my grab. Oh. So I just did like a one handed floater yeah, with my yeah. bike going over my head and landed and uh, tore a bunch of stuff in my ankle, my wrist, put a hole through my knee and broke my kneecap and Jeez. tore a hamstring. How's yeah, the was... medical people in Australia? They're okay. They're all right? Yeah, it's actually better over there. I had to go to the doctor. It was 60 bucks. got x-rays. It was 30 bucks. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. 
So, I guess if you're going to weed yourself up, do yeah. it over there. Yeah, with a bunch of hot chicks looking over you. That's <laughs> cool. You uh, No more racing for you ever? Like that? nothing? No, uh, no. I, did, I did Mammoth last year, and I yep. realized how out of shape I actually am. I mean, <laughs> I would like to do just like 30-plus like mellow stuff, you know, where right. I can go out and have a beer with the guys I'm racing against after the race yeah. or something. But no, like, well, if Rhino's in your class, forget it. No, no. Yeah, yeah, not, he, yeah, I was out of Paulo a couple of weeks ago. He can have whatever he wants. Yeah, yeah he's going he's, for the he, he's going for the gold every time he's, he's out. He was going for the gold at Paula on a Wednesday a couple <laughs> right, weeks ago. Right. So that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh when do you get a trick named after you? I mean we got you know. Um I actually had one for a while and now I'm old and I don't do it, but it was just like I'd basically do like a, a we do no footed cans off the side of the bike right. and then I'd go into like a kiss of death. So I was doing that. It's kind of a weird little deal, but you know yeah. it's just like a twisty deal okay, and yeah, you yeah. end up in a kiss of death yeah. out of out of going off the side of the bike and right. But yeah, that was like 06 when I could still bend pretty good. Now I do that and it knocks the wind out of me and I'm sitting I'm on the always, side of the track. You know, we had we've had Pastrana on the show and uh, um who else did we have on? I'm always maybe we had Nate, we had Nate on one weekend too, and it's like where when do you guys stop? Like that's scary. Like yeah. it's getting you know, we've seen a couple people die. We've seen the double backflips, the best trick stuff at X Games is getting like, when do you guys stop? I don't know. I'm but I'm like you're at done. that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're yeah, done. But but you know what I mean? In the yeah. future, what's it going to look like five years from now? What are the dudes going to be doing? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't even like it. I know. I, I don't know. How do you, and you can't regulate it. You can't do anything no, about it. You know yeah. what I mean? You just got to do it. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's kind of scary. Yeah. Um, really best scary. Best freestyle guy you've ever seen or in your mind all time. Oof. I mean, Nate's got the medals. Travis is the innovator. Metzger, you know, in the day. Yeah. But my, what do you think? My favorite guy, my, you know, the guy I always looked up to coming in was Mike Sinkmars. Oh, yeah, Sigmar. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, this is pre-flip, but to right. me, like flips don't matter. Like, yeah, Nate and all those guys. That's awesome oh, what heart, they've done. Heart doesn't matter. Heart doesn't matter. Heart doesn't matter. Kenny, I'd agree because I was thinking the same thing. Like he was, Mike had the smoothest. He because he, he came from the racing community, yeah, yeah, and he had really good style. Yeah, like that was my thing. His bike always looked good. It yeah. wasn't like this yeah, hacked yeah. up freestyle Shift bike. Gear too. His yeah, gear yeah. looked good. He was building jumps that were like. 90 foot spines, you know, yeah. double doubles and just airing them, timing them perfect, jumped his house, right. jumped off a pier onto a beach, like yeah, yeah. a lot more than just the tricks, you know? So right. that's what I look at. I like dudes that, you know, can go ride in the hills, can go ride a demo, can go ride a track. You know, I don't yeah. like just dudes that do a bunch of gnarly tricks, but they can only do it in their backyard. Kyle Loza. Yeah. Did Loza. I just talked to, did I say that out loud? Um, hey, you know what's funny too? Hart's backflip. We were at a race, I think, when he did it. It was, a sa- was a Saturday, and we, we saw it on TV in the lounge. You look at that, and it was gnarly. And it was incredible. But look at that, and look what they're doing now. Yeah. It's just, like, insane. Like, the everyone cr- was blown away by Hart's backflip. The crazy thing with that is if you still look at it to this day, like, flipping a step-up lip. Like, Potter tried it in practice this year at X Games yeah. and did the one and a half and bailed off. Yeah, yeah. So, like. So, the, the jump that Hart did it on. Yeah. But, yeah. Don't just, it's like flipping a cliff jump, yeah. you know, like. Because yeah. we hit those things, like if you were just to jump it, you'd right. be just idling up to it. Yeah. And he came in hot and, and pulled off that thing. Like, yeah. that's gnarly. That's where he definitely deserves. I don't care if he landed or not. That's right. where he deserves a lot of credit for going for it. It was, uh, I was at Reed's house a couple years ago when Travis was sort of racing. I think he raced Daytona. No, he was going to race Daytona, but he hurt himself beforehand. He was practicing at Chad's house. And the guy just was going out to do laps and he got on his bike and off the side of a triple landing. Did a backflip like four yeah. four feet high, maybe five feet yeah. high. He's all, okay. I'm gonna go do laps. Yeah, does a backflip and just and then lands it and motors out. To, I mean, right to it was just I was like, fuck. Yeah, that kind of stuff's crazy, right? Like that easy, bro. Yeah. That easy. Yeah, it's gnarly. That's I mean, I've never tried right. that. It scares me. I'll land right on my back of my yeah. neck. You know. Yeah. Um. What's the hardest thing about a backflip? Committing. Yeah. Honestly, backflips like people don't get it, but the, it's the easiest trick 
once you're not afraid of it. Yeah. The first six months of learning it is mm-hmm. hell, you know, like you're not sleeping, you're even into a foam pit. Yeah. It's still scary because you're just going up to a jump and you don't know, you know, you're yeah. basically popping a wheelie off it. And now you can do them in your sleep. Yeah, now right. like just a straight backflip, I don't. It's but how do you, stupid. I've always wondered, how do you know the, the gaps? How do you, like how, you know, you, you, you can it's, do it over 40 foot gaps, you do it over 70 foot gaps, whatever. It's just like anything. It's just like, how do you supercross guys triple okay, sections? So, you know, so if it's your just, speed coming up is good for 90, it doesn't matter what you're doing in the yeah, air. Yeah, no. Right. Because like, you know, it's okay. 75 foot is what we practice on at home. Yeah. So you're hitting that so many times that when you go to do a flip, you're, right. you're not even thinking about how fast you're going. Right. You know, you're just concentrating on the flip. And yeah. then 45 feet, you're in first gear, just kind of go up to it, okay. flip a 45 foot. So yeah, foot. you don't have to really do anything. You just got to know you can clear the gap, even yeah. if you're just sailor, dead yeah. sailoring over Yeah, whatever. but I mean, there's been guys that have obviously brain farted right. and hit a you know ramp second pin yeah. to do a flip and landed way out in the flats, blew themselves Josh up. Josh Hill crash. Uh, yeah. I mean, you, did you see it? I saw that footage. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he just, I think he was not committed. Yeah. He looked like he was like, oh. And I know. think he, honestly, if he would have held on to it, he would have still crashed, yeah. but that's like been my thing in the back of my head. Foam pit or dirt is never let go. Really? I don't yeah. care how because I want yeah. something under me. You now the bike's gonna hit first. I mean, unless you're yeah, stuck yeah. really. But yeah. Josh was still coming around, but I think he was afraid of kind of coming in front and hot. Yeah, he looked know? like he was pretty much stopped his momentum. Yeah, he wasn't gonna go all the way, but he was gonna. Yeah, that was just a bad deal. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you have a question for Mike Mason, Kenny, or I, we're gonna end up a couple segments now. Let's do. Um, Let's do a uh, tweet at Pookie segment. Let's do that. BTOsports.com. Tweet at tit slash Pookie segment. Let's do it. Okay. That means I have to play this right here. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. It's the tweets at tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. All right. These are real questions from real live listeners towards Kenny and I. Maybe some from Mason. I'm not sure if we ask people or not. Also, too, uh, at the Nitro thing, Travis with the kid on the back doing a backflip oh, yeah. on Godfrey's kid. Now they have, like, three people on a bike. Cam Sinclair just did it in Australia with three people on a bike. Come on, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Gee whiz. See how you just set me up? You wanted me to do my segment, but then you also said, hey, call in. So now somebody's calling, but it's time for me to do my segment. Why are you uh, trying to set me up to fail, man? We're in a pickle. Right. Sorry if you're on the phone calling. No, I'm... get him. All right, hold on. Dude. Could be Nick Way. Yeah. Oh, did you just hang up on him? You did. You just hung up on him. They hung up on me because I probably took too long. All right. These are real questions <laughs> from real live listeners. You've picked the best ones, right, Pookie? I have. Um, all right. Let's 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 do it. Okay. Question number one from Stephen Tate, 017. What are the chances that uh, Caroli lines up to race an AMA National before he retires? Uh, very good, I think. He definitely wants to do one. He's not scared. He wants to come over and race, but he's always in championship contention, so... He doesn't want to screw that up either, but I think he'll do one. He wants to. Yeah, I, I would love to see that. Uh, oh, you would? Yes. I'm a big fan. 2-2-2 two, two, two for life. From UpRamp, why can't each country be under 110 at MXDN? There is no team feel in the pits, and I had to walk from one end to the other just to see numbers 1, 2, and 3. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm not in charge of the parking at the Motocross Nations. No one has really asked me. Um yeah, it was weird this year. Usually they try to get they try to get them all together. Like you can get that. Oh, no, you can't. They try to get all the USA guys together, you know, or somewhat, you know, like a Cowie, then a Honda team or whatever. But this year they were all spread out. Yeah, spread out all apart. And uh it was a little weird, but um whatever. I mean they in the past they have, so sorry you had to walk, bro. <laughs> okay. I, what do you think about me? I had to walk too. I had to walk 
from the press tent, which is on one end of the pits, all the way to these other jerky teams, and then all the way out to the track, back to the press tent to charge my iPhone so it was, could, could tweet and then back out. The jerky teams? What, what's, what countries are those? Jerky teams. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from David Adler 4, what was Mike Mason's worst injury, and what do you do to get over the fear of getting hurt that keeps you from riding your best? Oh. Oh. Uh, worst injury was probably the crash I was talking about earlier. Right. Where I tore up a bunch of stuff in my Wait, ankle. Way to ask a question that's already been answered. Good job, Pookie. But to uh, overcome the fear, you just go downhill fast. The Stop doing the tricks. Backflip was the <laughs> back scariest, grab, yeah. scariest thing that yeah. you did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just like anything. You get hurt and you're scared for a couple weeks, but once you're healthy. You, you, know, just... what, you know what's the best trick for me? And again, very amateur freestyle guy. I'm, I'm four-time Manitoba champion in motocross. It's nice. Yeah, thank you. But no freestyle experience over here. Um, but that is me jumping, airing out the tabletop at Altona. Yeah, that's in 92. Good style, bro. Right, thank you. Here's the, coo- the coolest trick, and it's so easy and so so old school for you guys, but the uh, Superman seat grabs, the mm-hmm. extension out the back. When the Is that what it is? You let go, you grab your handles, and you just go straight that's out. That's called a heart attack. I thought heart attack was flat. No, heart attack's up. Seat grab's just flat. Because then heart started going up back in the day. and then Okay. Uh, anyways, when you guys go out and you get the full extension – and you're like literally pulling your bike back in the air, mm. and then I, I, I was like, "Those that. are, dude, I'm right there with you. That's I all like I that. do. That's, he's <laughs> that's a, all that's, I do. That's his trademark. Uh-huh. He's he's like the one of the best at, at that trick. Right. I like that trick. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool. What's, but it, that's but just, what's the name of it? What, what do they call the just no handed Superman? Is that what you do? Oh, like the holy grab. The holy grab. Yeah. Like to, yeah. Because he does it, and he lets go. The bike's in the air, and he's just like this. Well, yeah. That, that, I guess that's yeah. When you're coming back, you you do that. No, when I'm going, like I oh. go off the jump, take both hands off, and then yeah. grab and pull back. Right, up. and your legs are fully extended mm-hmm. off the back. I He's flat. Cool. Yeah, that's sick. I like that. I like that trick. I, I'm not. I yeah. like you for liking that trick. Thank you. Okay, next question is: um, What dirt bikes do Mathis Tits and Watson own? And if they raced, how would they all do? Mathis uh, would win, beat everybody because he's four-time he Manitoba board, champion. Yeah. Tits um, has. Tits is probably the only guy that has a bike out of all three. Right of now us. he does. Yeah, he's got a Honda 450. He doesn't. I got twelve. I got twelve RM 450s. You right know what now. I saw this weekend? Who's that? Daryl King. He wants to know what about where his fucking bike is. <laughs> <laughs> I did see him. Yeah. But. Did you say anything to him? I've said we've talked a lot. He's a good guy. Did yeah. you ask him if he knew me? Oh yeah, yeah. No, he denies that story totally. One hundred percent says that your buddy, who was the middle guy, stole. Like he's like, dude, why would I ever? You know. He denies you know, that story. You know who that, guy, you know who that middle guy was? Who? Kyle Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I don't have a bike. I want to. I want to get a bike again. You know, I've been on the program with the lithical. Yeah, it looks like you're, it's working, so, dude. Uh, whatever, dude. Fuck off. Hey, you got to tweet that pic of you jumping. F uh, you, dude. I should. Um, yeah. I see it. We got a request. That was my first year pro, too, by the way. Uh, okay. Okay. So yeah, no bikes. I'm working on it. I will get a, I will get a Cowie. I will turn into the number 15 Tim Ferry replica. Tits has no bike, mountain bike. Tits has a Honda 450, oh. one of Subway's bikes. And he doesn't know what kind of pipes on. He doesn't it. know what kind of pipe. It. <laughs> a question for Mason. Uh, it's from Steve from New Jersey. What's up, Steve? What's up, man? How you guys doing? We're good. Hey, yeah. man. Thanks for listening. You got a question for Mason? Yeah, yeah. I'm more, not really a question, but like I guess more of like maybe like his opinion. Like uh, I'm a former freestyle fan, like. Honestly, I watched X Games this year, and I was like, actually, this year in the last two years, like I watched like maybe like a quarter of it, and I couldn't stomach the rest. I thought it was so lame compared to what it used to be. 
mm-hmm. and like I just wanted like how I wonder how does uh, Mason feel about like freestyle as a whole and how like compared to how it used to be like I'd say like oh five oh six like when I guess in my opinion when it was at its peak. Yeah, I think a lot of the stuff like with X Games especially like moving into the Staples Center and having the course that they've had the last couple of years has really put a damper on the sport because. You know, it doesn't really show any technical riding. It's the same ramps that we practice on all the time. And I think it just kind of makes yeah. it boring. But, like, X-Fighters and stuff like that, they still have really cool courses and cool layouts. And, you know, I think the tricks are still as good as they've ever been. But, you know, just I think X Games has kind of killed it a little bit, in my opinion. Yeah, like, I don't, I watched it, and I was like, I thought it was, like, an IFMA course, like, on steroids. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I remember exactly. the old IFMA courses before, like, when they used to have dirt landings. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how it is. I actually rode the course last year, and... I think it, you know, it takes you like two seconds to jump every jump, and then you're over it, and you just got to start playing your run. Where before you'd actually have to like memorize a course and kind of memorize a line, and then go from there. But Mason wants you to know that Nuclear Cowboys is very good, awesome, and incredible. Yes, and go check it out. Yes, that's what I meant to say the whole time. We're doing a yeah. show in New Jersey, so we'll see you there in, in March. You want to project? Uh, yeah, I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, I'm definitely a fan. I'm definitely a. I remember watching, I was actually watching that Transworld video uh, six. Remember that one? Yeah, with, yeah. Uh, it was your spot with a. Um, Berlue and uh, Bilko yeah. out in that place in Arizona. I was like, damn. Yeah, that was that a fun trip. Sure. <laughs> You're going to the Prudential Center in New Jersey? No, um, East Rutherford. So it's the IZOD, I think it's called. IZOD Center. Yeah, that's where they used to hold the Supercrosses like Metal 20 years, 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah Meadowlands Stadium. No, and... that's demolished. Supercrosses, the Meadowlands is demolished. No, the, but the new MetLife Stadium, oh, whatever oh. it is, there's an arena right oh, next to it. Yeah. Okay. That's where the New Jersey Nets used to play, but they don't play there no more. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, do you know, the Devils do you know... play in Prudential Hockey. Hey, do you know uh, where, uh, I mean, are you cool with Berlue? Do you know Derek? I've met him. Like, I know I remember his little brother used to go to the races, uh, John or whatever. I don't really know him that well, but I know of them. Right on. All right, thanks, man. Yep, thanks. I think, no Mace, easy. I think if Mace had another place where he could go live on the, on the, in the summertime, I think he might move to New Jersey. No. You'd be burying <laughs> me six feet under if I lived there for too long. All right, next question. Okay, next question from Brad Sellers. In Steve's interview with DeCoster, he said that Dungy's bike wasn't set up very well. How can Caroli, Hurlings, Roxon, and so many other KTMs be dialed in but not Dungy's? Didn't the Euro share? Well, I mean, you're not going to just bolt on Caroli's suspension and Hurling's suspension and go, here you go, Dungy, or something you've never ridden all year but works for here. I'm sure they were sharing information. But those guys were four to five seconds a lap faster. I think that the had bike to, works a lot better. I think it had a lot to do with the the way they rode the track too. The yeah, riding. I think yeah. there'd be more of the track than yeah. the, the bike. It wasn't just because if he had the awesome setup, I don't think it would have really made. I mean, he yeah. had to ride faster. No, he was sitting down more than those guys. He was riding yeah. more forward than those guys. Yeah, there was. Okay, from West Arts, does anyone have the balls to call out the team staff for throwing those guys in that unprepared? Hashtag Chad called it. What do you mean unprepared? They went there for 10 extra... They were there 10 days riding three different sand tracks. Oh. They weren't unprepared. Yeah, Wes. Nah, that's a dumb question. Yeah, that's I don't dumb. think they were unprepared. They, they just got beat. That's all. What are you going to do? The guys live at the track. Okay. From 73JMF, if we were able to run paddle tires, do you think the USA could have done better? No. That's stupid. We would have done worse. Why are you asking these? The paddle tires you would not work too well in the ruts. Paddle tire. Well, they had a, like Dunlop had a, like a paddle tire. They, you know, it's just a couple yeah. of brakes in it, but it's basically a paddle tire. Okay, uh, from Crasher Burn. Do you think there should be an attempt to make a more varied US MX calendar in terms of tracks and terrain? No. Okay, you can. That's it. Done. Oh, okay. th- is that it? Oh. No. Okay. 
Uh, how different was Dungey's bike at the MXDN compared to his U.S. bike? Uh, it was his U.S. bike. So it was exactly the same bike. Uh, they Obviously, they had suspension settings. I talked to Bones about Bones Bacon about Baggett's bike. They went there with the Southwick setup. And I said, and he said, we were off with our Southwick setup, but we knew we would be. And I'm like, well, how far did you go? He's like, way further than I thought towards the sand. So the Southwick setup was far off of what they ended up. And I said, did you have everything? Shims, uh, springs. And he's like, I brought everything and I needed it. He's like, I, they were really far off on setup. By the time they got to the race, though, they felt like dialed in. I thought the bike looked pretty good. All right, that's all I got. That's it? Yeah. All right, btosports.com. Tweet it. Pookie segment. That's old news, right? What a fail. What do you mean, what a fail? I suck. Don't be so hard on yourself, There's bro. Too much pressure. I mean, you're not exactly, like, tits ain't exactly, you know, the gold <laughs> standard. If you can get halfway to him, we'd be all right. Okay. You're on your iPhone about as much as him. You did better than him the first time he did it, on. I'll tell you that. Yes, yes. Uh, he was pretty terrible at the start of the show. He's coming along, though. Yeah. Um... All right, what's next? What do we got? X-Brand Goggles tear-off segment. Or voicemails. Or voicemails. Kenny, what do you want to do? Or your presence. Voicemail. Voicemails. Let's, let's see voicemails. Let's, let's start up okay. and get this done. We are. We're working on it, bro. Come on, we're Mason's on. got a party to go to. Yep. Or beer to drink. Yes. Uh, 702-586-7857. Are you on Call of Duty? Yep. I love it. Me too. Xbox I'm, I'm or PlayStation? PlayStation. Yeah, see, we can't I'm play. Prestige, bro. Me too. Okay. A bunch. Me too. No, not a bunch. <laughs> I just made it. <laughs> I've done it probably five or six times. Oh, you play too much. I'm That's a freestyler. Do you have those new maps? Yeah, of course. Are they any good? No. I don't want to spring for them. Nah. Okay. Just wait anyways. The new game's coming out next What's month. What's the new one? <laughs> hey. What's the new one? Black Ops 2 comes out next month. He's a gamer. Oh. He's, he's going to be it's the same. In line. So it's the same one, but just a sequel to it or whatever? Yeah. You yeah. know, they switch off every like modern yeah, warfare yeah, Black yeah. Ops. Yeah. Uh, I'm into Madden now, so I've dropped I've dropped the Madden's Black Ops. pretty good too. I right. got that one too. Yeah, but uh, um, yeah, I get really mad when I play online and dudes are really much like there's dudes like you that are gnarly. Oh, dude, I get like, smoked left and right. Yeah, how about some like how do those guys get that good? A lot of time. Ridiculous. You think I got a lot of time? They got ridiculous. A lot of time. You like see them and bam, you're dead. Yeah. Anyways, enough video game talk. Um, Shit don't matter to me if you don't pay my bills. Fuck you. Okay, so let's uh, that's Kyle Regal's stepdad. One of our all-time best guests ever. <laughs> uh, let's do the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. You said voicemails. Oh, yeah. Let's do voicemails. I... Uh, these are voicemails. I... 702-586-7857. Uh, get ready to stop these afterwards. Yeah. Um, you can call in any time. Leave a voicemail for uh, myself or Kenny or Tits or Pookie, and we'll do our best to get to you. As usual, these are dedicated to Greg McCreary. With a week off, we had 27 voicemails. Did we have yeah. a week off? No, we didn't. Were yes. we here last week? No, you had a week off. No, we weren't. We were here. Oh. Shows how much you I know. know. <laughs> anyway, 27 <laughs> voicemails. I picked the best five or six, so let's do it. All right. Sal. Hey, fellas. This fucking show is the best, man. I love this show. It's what's it? Wednesday. I'm finally getting a chance to listen to it. I'm laughing my ass off. You guys are great. Don't break up the group. Tits, you got to stay. Kenny, don't be a pussy and leave the show. Stay in the show. JT, JT's great. We need more JT and Mathis. Good job, brother. Keep it going. What's up, Steve? Uh no comment? Just let it go? That was Pittsburgh, 100%. Oh, yeah? You think so? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I was thinking Midwest. Uh, quick question. Congress. I was wondering what happened to Mikhail Pichon, awesome rider, uh, had great style on the pro circuit team, and uh, with it being Des Nations weekend, thought maybe uh, might bump into him over there or uh, at least give us a rundown of what he's up to. Uh, seemed to be riding pretty good a couple years ago and even threatening to come over and race a couple nationals. Uh, so anyway, just thought I'd uh, try to get an update about that. Thanks. Wasn't he uh, having a bath with his sister? <laughs> yep, that was. Uh, Sean, he's uh, he was doing some off-road stuff, I know that, and then I think he's basically retired. I didn't see him this weekend at this Nations. I thought I would, but, uh, yeah, badass dude for sure. I don't know. Uh, I know he's doing some off-road stuff. Other than that, I don't know. I hope they call me on a mission when I have grown a foot or two. I hope by then I will be ready to teach and preach and work as missionaries do. That's it. Guadalajara, Mexico, Team Tits. That was it. That That was was, a Mormon song. That was a song that Tits wouldn't sing for us last week. Our call, call, call screener is a Mormon. Mm-hmm. And there was some childhood song that someone asked him to sing, and he, he refused, and it got very angry. Um, so that was it. Some caller, all the way. Some caller sang it. Yeah, my name is Bob from uh, Wrightwood, California, and uh, I'm just wondering why they don't ever uh, bring the uh, the Olympics of uh, of motocross and uh, onto television. Uh, you know, the uh, uh, motocross the nations. Uh, it would be great to be able to watch it instead of just reading about it or having to watch it on the internet. Thank you. It's on CBS Sports this year. Ralph Shaheen, Jeff Emig, calling the action. Yeah, they did a great job at that too. Yeah, awesome. It was great the way that they absolutely knew nothing about anybody besides the American riders. Good job on that, guys. What? Hey guys, Levi, East Tennessee. Um, we got a chill with the Bobby Canary thing. I mean, it's almost ruining the show. Just, I know it's Steve, you really like the kid, whatever. But I mean, I'm like, hey, I mean, you're not hiring a guy to go out there and get 17. Like, good ride, man. Thanks. You know, even if he smiles, he's not whatever. You want a guy that can, you know, top 10, top five, win something. But, uh, I mean, even if I won the lottery and have my own team, I mean, you're not hiring Bobby Canary. I am. Uh, but, Pretty good show. The tits hanging out with uh, Nelly and becoming a Saint lunatic. That was gold. See ya. How about tits? Is his mission? Everybody else's Mormon's mission is like all over the world, you know. And you don't know where you're going, I guess. And he got picked to go to St. Louis. Nice. Yeah. It's like his brother went to like Brazil and other you're there guys for a year riding. Right? I go. D- were you that dude riding around on the bicycle with your, with your pant leg rolled up with a helmet? <laughs> he goes, "Yep." Oh man. Hey, where do I get to go? What exotic places? Uh, you're going to St. Louis. Awesome. Yeah. Go pick it there. Hey, what up, fellas? It's Todd from the Eastern Shore, Maryland. Uh, just wanted to call and let you know you're killing me, Steve. I'm uh, listening to show 105, show before Elsinore. Got all the way till 28 minutes left in the show without a single Tim Ferry reference, and you had to throw the show in the trash. I thought for sure you could make it a whole show without talking about your buddy, but no, you ruined it. Also, man, why are you so proud to throw everyone under the bus, man? Work on that ego, Steve. You got a good thing going. Just tweak it a little bit. We'll all be happy. <clears throat> and uh, as soon as you figure out how to uh, have a remote producer, I want to be first in line for the uh, application. 
appreciate everything you do, fellas. Keep it up, and uh, maybe I'll meet you sometime. Adios, fellas. Yeah, Thanks a lot. Appreciates everything we do, and then hey, this is but hates me. Whatever. Hey, this is Trent from Princeton, Indiana. First off, I just wanted to say sorry for twittering your wife and telling her that she should get you a cheeseburger for her for your birthday. She didn't seem to like that too much, but it was just a joke. Just a joke, bro. We wanted to call and wish you a happy birthday. I got some friends over. We're staying up all night and going to watch the nations. So, happy birthday, birthday. Yo, Mathis, what's up, dude? Karen, destroy, Jenny, text one, yada, yada, yada. Word is out that uh, Fuki's telling everyone to say happy birthday. Really? It's pretty sad you got to have your wife do that for you. And that said, <laughs> yeah. God bless, dude. Happy birthday, brother. You have to. Hey, you're impossible to shop for. I don't know what you So you like. just get random no news idea. to call in and wish me happy yeah. birthday? That's for thrilling That's all I radio. Can think of. Thrilling radio. Dudes calling and wishing me happy birthday. Awesome. Way and then if I, if I don't put them in and I cut some of them out. And I'm not. What am I going to play? Ten minutes. People wishing me happy birthday. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, did you get my message? It was Peter's idea. Hey, it was you Peter's get, idea. Hey, no, it wasn't. Did you get my idea? Did you get my message? No, you'll give it to me on Friday when we go to the Peter Gabriel concert together. You know my message? I didn't leave you one. <laughs> Peter Gabriel. Are we going to go to Peter Gabriel? Sledgehammer. Whatever that song is. Yeah, I'm that's going him. to a wedding. Is that dude. him? Yeah, that's him, bro. Damn, I'm smart. Um, you're going to a wedding? Kyle Bentley's wedding. Kyle likes chicks. Sitting yeah, at the table say. with Alan Brown. What's his boyfriend's name? should have been nicer to him. We should have got invited to that wedding. That's going to be a good party. I should have been nicer to him. We could crash it. Yeah, we should. I got him on awesome. the. I got him on the show, bro. Yeah, why doesn't he like you? He does like me. Oh. Why doesn't he like us? Brother, peace, gentlemen. Nash here. Steve, happy belated birthday! One day, uh, doing some work and listening to some podcasts. I was wondering if you could just shed some light on. How much uh, information could have been transferred to benefit Ryan in regards to suspension setup at the designations uh, from Carioli and the other KTM teams? I'm, I'm not foolish enough to, to think that you can just take his suspension settings and plop them on Dungy's bike, but can you elaborate on how much of that information on a percentage scale is transferable from rider to rider? And based on your professional experience and maybe Kenny's, uh, what you guys have seen over the years to enlighten us, listeners. Thanks, and thanks for all the work you do. It was great hearing the podcast, and I'll be talking to you guys sooner or later. Bye. Thanks, Nash. I just don't think you can really, like I said, I don't think you can transfer much over. You know, I just don't believe in it that much. Peter Gabriel, take us out. Um, yeah, so you can talk to me on, uh, on Friday, Kenny, when we are listening to this at Planet Hollywood. Enjoy yourself. What time are we going to meet there? I'd rather. I've told you, I'm going to Kyle Bentley's wedding. Yeah, but and we will be there partying. You guys would look amazing. For my birthday, hey, for my birthday wish, I would like you to come to this concert for my come birthday. Come on, Ken. That's like the 15th time I've said that. <laughs> dude, you're actually getting a lucky show tonight. He hasn't even got angry at me. Really? Yeah, dude, you haven't even. Yeah. Too busy on his phone. Doesn't even like us no more. Can't pay attention to us. Doesn't go to concerts with us. Doesn't go to concerts with us. Right, Ken. Um, all right. Um, let's let, let's do the rest of these voicemails, there, bro. Get out of this thing. Hey, boys, what's up? Another designations in the books. No trophy this time. I gotta say, I'm not even that upset that we didn't we didn't bring it home this time. What the fuck kind of track was that? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? 
I don't know, man. That that did not showcase the talent of any of our riders on a track like that. And it could not have been fun. It looked so rough on TV. Mathis, I know you were there. It had to be ten times worse in person. I mean, fucking ridiculous. And also, Mathis, any uh, how was going, Jeff, after the race? I want to know if you were around him, because he looked so pissed off on the podium, so over it. <laughs> I mean, whatever, but, I mean, there's always next year. Um, it could have been worse. We still got on the podium somehow. I don't know. We still made it. Um, I'm glad to see that uh, Roxon, big fan of Roxon, so congratulations to him. And uh, that's about it. Have a good show, boys. Wait. All right. Voicemails? Yo. Oh, that's it. Yo, it's Sinjin. Uh, Kenny, I'm sorry for last week. You're right. Uh, I shouldn't have done that. I didn't really realize. Like, I forgot you have a kid and all that. I didn't think it through, so I apologize, Kenny. But, Class uh, act. This one's for mathematics. And excuse me if it sounds sort of the same. I only have one girl voice. All right, hold on. <clears throat> Hey, Steve. Um, it's me, Janelle. Um, you fucked me back in, I think it was college, around college. <laughs> you got we so mad at this last year, Kenny. I last was week. 17. Yeah. Um, it was a really good time when we ate donuts together and you licked the chocolate frosting off my butthole. You did. Um, yes, it was I a did. really nice time. <laughs> so mad at I enjoyed right when you shoved your nose I have no problems inside of my smash. This is funny. And you pulled the fish out, and that was the best. And then I poured hot chocolate all over your little sweet hairy nipples, and I just licked it off and gave it a little sucky. Becky. Is that really Sinjin's voice? Right? He's creepy. That sounds like he had the phone to his girlfriend. And then when you put your little sausage pork length of a penis and you rubbed it between the teeth, uh, that was not very nice of you. But um, so give me a call back when you get this. And I want you to little sprinkle my asshole, okay? So uh, <laughs> love you, baby. Kisses. See, I don't get upset of that, hey, Kenny. Guys. I don't. I'm okay with that. That's funny. Ha, ah. ha, we played the same thing for Kenny last week, and he freaked out. <laughs> it's just a like guy making a joke. It's, it's a, a joke. joke, Kenny. Right. Okay, before I knew it was a guy, I just thought it was, and then I found out I just didn't think it was funny. But you really got upset. Because what does that have to do with what we're doing here? What has anything got to do with what we do here most, most weeks? Yeah. You I got mean, a guy that plays video games and drinks beer sitting right next to you. Yeah. What does that have to do with anything? Like his anything? tattoos, too. He's, a, ta- he's a thug. Hey. I'm tattooed. He's tattooed. Did you want me to bring him here to get him on your side? No, nah, he likes Pennywise. I'm neutral. All right, let's go. Hey, Come this on. This is uh, Mike from Menifee. I won the Elsinore tickets. Uh, All right, I never scratch really got. this. All right, Mike, uh, just email us. He wants us to call us. Email. Kenny will make it right for you. Kenny will make it right. Right. All right. Dane, okay. what's up, man? Oh, not much, man. I, Matt, this, I, I just had a, uh, uh, just one request for you and your show. Yeah. Uh, no more Tuesday night shows because I got a Tuesday night class that I had to skip out on early to come catch the rest of it. Oh, I'm really sorry, bro. I mean, I traveled back from Europe yesterday. I was, <laughs> you know, I spent 14 hours on an airplane. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I completely understand that. Traveling, traveling like that's a pain I didn't in even the get, ass. I didn't but... even get my first class upgrade on the, from Brussels uh, to Newark. This guy is such an idiot. This is how stupid mouth is. He... What? I'm so stupid. Yeah, because Ask Mason. He Mason would I, do no, the same thing. I told as me. you. I told you. You're all. I'll be, yeah, I'm fine in Newark. I'm all bad idea. 
when you're flying overseas. Nope, I got upgraded. I'm first class. I'm all, dude, I'd rather fly coach. You're going to get there. Nope. Why is it a bad idea to go? Why? Dude, you fly into Newark a lot? Yeah. What happens 75% of the time you fly no, to Newark? No, it doesn't happen 75% oh, of the okay. time. Mason, so what I did, my flight got canceled. We made it two hours over the ocean. Turned us around. So then Ooh. I was upgraded, right, to first class. Tell me if, tell me if I made the right decision because this is probably what he's talking about. Dude, I'd take first class any day. Right. So they canceled our flight. They said, uh, okay, Mr. Mathis, we can get you on the next flight tomorrow. Same flight, New York to Brussels, but you got to sit coach. I was like, F that. I was in first yeah, class. Yeah, yeah. So they said, okay, well, if you want to stay in first class, you got to go to Chicago. Fly first class to Chicago and then fly first class Chicago to Brussels. It was an hour, only an hour later than well, the Let me flight. ask you a question, And though. I took that. That's what it I did. It was the next day. He yeah, could have went home and blown the whole thing off. What would you would have done? That's oh, a tough one. Shit. I, well, Dane, no one's really I, asking you. Okay. <laughs> we're, asking, <laughs> we're asking Mason. I'd probably well, beat him on this one. Because he's a fucking professional like me. We're professionals. Yeah. <laughs> did you, did, if you didn't go, would you not made any money? Uh, no. You still would have made the same exact money you would have made. But you had oh, so to So everything's be, about money with you, not about the love he of the wasn't, sport. He wasn't, he was just going there. Okay, he, he could have made no money if he didn't go. I work for Racer X magazine. I don't oh. know if and you knew that. So. He gave us valuable info tonight. Hey, so if you would have said, hey, dude, my flight got screwed, I turned around, I said, fuck it, I came home, I right. w- and told him the situation, guaranteed you would have been fine. No, I would have been, but I don't do that. I'm responsible. I had goggles, too. X-Brand goggles for we Zach Osborne and Kyle Chisholm. We don't do that. We're fucking professionals. John Knowles didn't do that. He went. John Knowles didn't do that. Was he on your flight? Yeah. We were flying together. Oh, it was, oh, it was a buddy trip. Yeah. So if, how long? How many hours did it take you to get there from the time you left uh, Vegas? Okay. Well, do you count the hotel night in Newark? Yeah, I'm counting your hours from the time you got on the Seven air. in the morning on Wednesday until uh, 11 a.m. Friday in Brussels. That's, yeah. long. That's long. Yeah, I mean, Day and a half. they put us up in a hotel, you know, because they canceled yeah. the flight and everything. Well, I don't get, what I don't get about the airline is why didn't they just say, okay, the air conditioner is broke on your plane. Come tomorrow at 10 a.m. Everybody get on the same plane, and we will take you then. They didn't. They rerouted everybody. Yeah. Fucking United. Stupid. Right. Hate that. So, but my first class was worth it. Anyways, Dane, what was the question? Oh, nothing. I, I just wanted to call and uh, uh, just compliment the show. Oh, and yeah. also uh, uh, thank Watson at uh, – this year's Salt Lake Supercross, he hooked me up with that VIP pass to go up into the press box. I do that kind of shit. Why'd you, why'd Dude, you that, do it to this jerky? He was a fan <laughs> of the show, Steve. Really? That's, Hell that's, yeah. that's the only reason yeah, you got Steve. it? Yes, the only reason why. I do that for the fans when they come up well, to I'll me. Well, I'll be sure to tell Todd Jendo you're just giving away press box passes to non-media people. Ask him how he Steve, got up there. Steve, I talked to you up there... Um, he don't remember the small. Uh, he, he don't remember you, dude. This is the guy that blew us up on Twitter for not writing him back about Mike Brown. Oh, for the guest? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, bro. <laughs> sorry. Uh, uh, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't, uh, yeah I, well, I mean, I'm glad you were up there. It's cool that you listen to the show and everything. But you know, if you don't work yeah. for if you don't work for a major media publication, you shouldn't be up there. So all those little oh. kids running around and all that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking. Yeah, that was that was something I couldn't quite figure out. But, they're up there taking up seats, and then they go running around all over the place. Yeah, Mason was probably up there. Mason too. was been up there. I was up there last year. That's yeah, bullshit. I had a digital I camera. I talked to Mason the year typewriter. before <laughs> at the Hart and Huntington truck. Yeah, I had a baby. Dude, that was the like sweetest thing. Freaking, uh, uh, I I want to uh, 
had to talk with Tedesco, but he was hurt. So Shocker. next best was a uh, was freaking Mason there. Next yeah. best, the next best. Yeah, I'm just pumped. I was even on the list. Dude, that was awesome there. Right on, man. You Good just time. made my night. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Dane. All righty. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll try to have All shows right. on Monday from now on only. All right. All right. Thank you, Dane. Um, all right. Hey, I got some presents for my birthday. I'm going to open them now from the Circle Jerkies, which are a band of elite Pulpomac superfans. That, uh, that present in the box is from the Rambos. The Rambos. This Dude, is, come on. We're going to sit here and watch you open presents? I could give a rat's ass. Let's go. It's from fans. Oh, okay. They appreciate him. Okay. What is it? A fucking Twinkie? <laughs> this <laughs> certificate. Someone of... sent Steve F- a fucking you, Twinkie. This is a hockey puck. That looks like a Twinkie. Signed by Wendell Clark, who is my favorite player ever. If you see his jersey around here somewhere, uh, right, right, right on the wall. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, over there. Is it oh, authentically at... signed Wendell Clark hockey puck? That means a lot to you, right there. It does. That's pretty badass. I can badass. see that. That, that is cool. badass. My, if that, if that, that was cool. a football sign, I'd be amped. Right. That's cool. Although, although this is a little, this authentic certificate is a little shady. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, it looks a little sketchy. like I could print that out and. <laughs> that was really cool of them. Right. That was really cool of them. To, from the Rambos. Thank you. The other stuff is from all the Circle Jerkies. Better be something. Is this what good. it's like Christmas around here? Steve just gets the cool shit. What is this? It's a shaver. Oh, that's a dream cheeky, dude. What is it? Read on the back. I don't even launch stuff at Kenny and Tits, they said. A it's missile like launcher missile controlled launcher. by your iPod. Strike fear into the what? hearts of your fellow cube dwellers with iLaunch Thunder. With 25 feet, you can launch something via your iPod. What is this world coming to? Dude, check it out. <laughs> no, the I'm thing's gonna, badass, but still. I'm going to send it at Tits. I'm going to set it right here. Right. Right? Yeah. You can take that to the, to the press box and launch it at Cox. All right, we got a trophy from the from the Circle Jerkies. Uh, what is it? A microphone? Steve Mathis, 2012 first place MX Radio Show. Nothing is over from the Circle Jerkies. Yes, Kenny. It's either a microphone or corn on the cob on the top there, <laughs> or, or a cactus, or yeah. <laughs> dildo, or something. Yeah. Oh, Kenny, suck on that. Yeah, have you a seat, get, Ken. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. About that. Do a Sean, what should I do with Sean Palmer does with his trophies? No, 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 Snap no, no, no. Palmer does that? Oh, all the time. Yeah, Palmer's done some weird stuff. Uh, yeah, Dude, on and off the... Feel that, feel that trophy, that microphone. It's pretty... It's not plastic. Dude, feels uh, familiar. <laughs> yeah, looks like a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the, yeah let's, let's put it next to the real trophy. Oh, that summer cross trophy's beautiful. Beating Jeremy McGrath, Mason. That's not that you got us sitting up there. What if... Something knocked it off. It's pretty heavy. It ain't gonna get knocked off. Are you talking about you maybe knocking it off out of anger and no, jealousy? I'm, no. Oh. If I was buzzed in here, it could be trouble. I start stumbling around. <laughs> hey, and let the, me, let me the thing you. on Blu-ray, one of my favorite movies on Blu-ray. If let me Sweet. correct you, you know if, this movie? 1982, The Thing. I was born in 1981. You didn't remember oh, it? God. You were one. Yeah. That's Phil. Um, thank you to, to, to the Rambo. Thank you to Rambo and the Circle Jerkies for the presents. Thank you. I'm very happy. Yeah, that's awesome. Where's ours? Exactly. Well, when your birthday comes around, you can come in and get some shit. I'll be here. Um, Documentation. Hey, who's on two? Oh, uh, Nick from Cali. He wants to talk about Dean Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, Dino. what's up, man? Hey, doggy. Yeah, question. Uh, 
like two weeks ago on Twitter, I read a conversation between you and Chad. It said something about Dean Wilson not getting factory support now through Jeff Ward. So they, could that be Pro Circuit's 450 rider? We said he wasn't getting factory support? I think he's getting factory support. Oh, okay. It's good. And Chad said something about, you know, he's pissed off that well, Honda, Dean Wilson's getting yeah. screwed. No, about no, Honda... Honda told Chad they would not give him another works bike for a second rider. Uh, so okay. he wanted well, to get a second rider, but he wanted him to be on a works bike, and he wanted to be Dean Wilson. Honda said no way for whatever reason, so he couldn't get anybody signed. Kenny, uh, I think okay. I had that about right? I have no idea. I don't know other people's business. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for answering that. Speculate. All right. Thank you, man. Hey, go, go to Vital. They'll tell you all about it. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, yeah, so I think Dean's going to have a factory bike on that Jeff Ward team, from what I hear. Um, Expert on Goggle Tariff segment? Let's do it. Okay, right here. Wow. It's the X-Brand Tariff segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. All right, here we go. Who are these questions for? Okay, these questions are from one Corey Moser. He has three for Kenny, JT, or Steve, and then he has three for Steve. Three for Kenny. Okay. Let's do it. Okay, number one, no disrespect to the riders that have, but would you ride for Team Puerto Rico at MXDN? Would I? <laughs> no, these colors don't run. <laughs> That's what it says. No, I would never no, ride No, Kenny for Watson any. would not ride for Puerto <laughs> Rico. <laughs> no, I would not. If I raced motorcycles, I would not no, ride for No, for real, any. you wouldn't? You no, would? no. No you way. Wouldn't. No way. So you think Chisholm and Osborne are traitors? I don't think they're traitors, but uh, that's just my personal right. you wouldn't do it. personal thing now. Okay. I don't know what the time was. There's, I think that's there's, supposed to be you. There's a tear-off on there. Oh, I thought you did that. Okay, number two. Who would you appoint to manage the MXDN team after the man steps down? Bevo. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather put a drunk Mason in there. <laughs> I'm ready. All right. Uh, number three, would Alessi have finished better, worse, or the same as Barsha? Uh, about the same, I would think. 3.9 3. seconds. I wish I could have changed my – can I change my answer to from Bevo? I got a better one. Yeah. Sean Palmer. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> All right. Do you know Palmer? Mason? Yeah. Oh. We should get him on the show, huh? Yeah. Would he do this janky show? Sure Kenny? he would. He'd probably. say some cool stuff too. Right, probably right. I don't yeah. know the dude at all. I just know the I story. Think we, we should get him on. So he'd be into yeah. it. We should get him on because he has a new movie that just came out, a documentary on his well, life. Do you, do, you know, do you have his number? I do. Okay, mm-hmm. well, get him, Watson. Just like you got Jason Ellis that time. That was awesome. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, really good. You want to do the other three questions? Here's the part where you put a Jason Ellis drop in in the. No, no, f him. Okay. All right. Three questions for me. Okay. Number one: Who throws the better after party, Red Bull at MXDN or Monster at New Orleans? Uh, Red Bull, MXDN by far. Because fuck faces don't always get the right passes for these parties. Orange wristbands. Right. Isn't that um, Alpine Star's party? No. What? No, Alpine Star, just, Alpine Star just feeds you. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but Red Bull puts the party on. But I didn't go this year because with USA losing, they went to uh, Caroli's party after, but it was about 1230 at night and I just was tired and nobody was seen to go. And I, I mean... I was looking for some bitches, and right. there wasn't any there. I hate when that happens. Right. Uh, name the three fastest sand riders in the world. Antonio Caroli, Jeffrey Hurlings. James Stewart. James Stewart. Good one. 
Do you believe that? Yep. Yeah. I, do I, d- I don't believe. I, I think Stewie beats all those guys. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think you get Stewie on that track and let him ride it for a little bit, any track that they're on. I don't think think it would have mattered, though, as far as placing. I mean, he would have done well. but no, no. I mean, with James, too, you don't really know what the deal is. Number three, what makes a Belgian waffle better? Oh, dude. Just the toppings. How much did you eat? Just one. Tried to eat more, though. Failed. They're good. Have you had had them? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. Maple syrup on them, whipped cream sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. They're Uh, good. JT's on line one. Oh, Oh, all right. boy. Oh, no. JT! What's up? What's up? Hey, Mike Mason's in studio. Oh, what up, Mace? How you doing, dude? Do you guys know each other? Yeah. Why? Did we go oh, way yeah. back? How? He used to race. He used to, I used to race against the guy way back. Why would you eat race? No, I knew Mason race, but JT's East Coast guy. You're he West. was there for the fight. I guarantee you Mace was there for the fight in Jacksonville. <laughs> no, I wasn't there. <laughs> JT actually gave me a trophy one time. You know that? What? No. I want to do tour fake contest, and he was the trophy presenter down oh, in Orlando. Oh, that's right, in Orlando. Why was he the trophy he was presenter? The trophy girl. Because <laughs> he's got a good body. Man, what do you want? <laughs> you like me said that a uh, fake. I don't know. They just asked con- me to do it. A fake contest. Yeah, it was. That's why. Hey, I won. are you in Tahiti? Yeah, I am. I am. Dude, how is it? Uh, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Actually, it was uh, kind of like not lame, but. We just were doing stuff with bikes and riding and stuff until today, and then today we went over to another island. It was pretty insane. It's pretty awesome, actually. Any cocktails involved? Uh, yeah, here and there, but honestly, like everything's been around the race. We haven't done anything that you would consider that, like that, or anything. It's that, Mason, been... that Mason would consider drinking and partying. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, even, like, we haven't even really gone swimming or anything. Like, it's been all at the track and doing stuff for the race, whatever. Have you raced? Uh, when uh, was the race? Yeah, yeah, we raced this weekend, but my bike broke and whatever. So, it's kind of more hanging out and helping with, uh, like, I from the race and did some stuff for the news and whatever because it was a pretty big deal down here. So, wow. um, the race obviously didn't go that well for me, but I had a good time. So Who, who won it? Uh, I think the, because uh, Hurley crashed out and I my bike I'd like the uh, normal champion I hear one. Not Hurley would Hurley would have won I think for sure if he hadn't uh, crashed out. So what about Dennis Stapleton? Uh, no. Stapleton was here. I don't know. Dennis was at Des Nations. Yeah, he's at Des Nations. Racing? Yeah. yeah. No. Racing no. for Guam or not something? Racing? No. Um. Well, that's cool. Too bad you bought How about that picture I sent you? I know, right? Let me show Kenny. And Mason. Oh yeah. Come on, man. I'm part of the team. Yeah. I thought he said he hasn't been swimming. Swimming with sharks, today. bro. That's like that was like an hour ago. Oh, Dude, that, that looks safe. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong? Yeah, right. You? Swimming with Shark Week. <laughs> dude, it was in like I was right. literally about to there. shit my pants. Yeah, looks good there. Told you, dude. Yeah, I'd, I'd take a trophy from there. Yeah, see. Yeah. Um, that's well. I mean, too bad the brace went, but who really gives a fuck, right? I mean, you're in Tahiti. Well, yeah. I mean, it, obviously, it, it was a really big race for them, but um, you know, I, my bike broke. They're like. They're free now. I was kind of like, eh, all right, you know, whatever. Not the end of the world. Right. Um, when do you, so, come, when do you come home? Uh, tomorrow morning early. So. Oh, okay. Please come home. I yeah, miss you. Yeah, here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's been fun. You missed Montreal Supercross. You missed the Disnations, but you're Tahiti. Yeah, right? I've been following, following along a little bit and watched some, you right. know, highlights and whatever. So I got a text from him in the middle of the races in Belgium said, fucking hurlings. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you yeah. pretty much nailed that one. But 
Um, yeah, they, uh, they definitely, um, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't the best week for us, but and you, I'm sure you, you guys have covered it extensively already. You missed the glorified Canadian National ad Tyler Bowers in Montreal. Right, right. Yeah, they uh, promoters that don't want to spend a dollar on anyone other than, right. you know, just make the teams pay for everything. Vicky Golden was there, didn't make the main event, was a promoter's choice, and actually beat some dudes. <laughs> so That's funny. Right. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah. You know who else was there? Was that, Musk- that race has gone downhill. Muskin's brother was there. Muskin's brother. Who's that? Muskin's yeah, yeah. Brother uh, was Oscar brought him over. Oh, he did. Oh. Yeah. And oh. the only the only reason they did an for him is he's French. That's it. Oh yeah, yeah. They they pretty much straight up told me they didn't want any Americans unless the teams were paying for it. Yeah. And they wanted to try to have a French guy win somehow. And yeah, it wasn't really going to happen. So right. I don't right. know. I'm I'm not real pumped on their their uh right. situation. Two time Montreal Supercross champion on the line, Mason. Yeah? Yeah. Hey. Bigger deal than I thought. <laughs> He's still small. <laughs> like, small big deal. Yeah, you know? small I, big deal. Um <laughs> what was the coolest thing you did in Tahiti? Uh by far today. We went Swimming. to the yeah. this island Morea, took a ferry over there and then like went around and swam but, you know like obviously like we were kind of unsure if we were supposed to get in the water because there's all these sharks, and they're like, no, get in, you're good. I'm like, all right, screw it, I'm in Tahiti. Like, I just right. don't. So, whatever, everything turned out all right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, today was by far, I mean, going over to the other island and swimming, and they took all these cool, like, reefs and stuff. It's um, tough. It's tough, yeah, being, I, tough being a privateer racer not, these days, Kenny. Tough. Right, Retire, right. Retirement. Retirement's yeah. treating them well. Yeah, yeah. Get to go to Tahiti. Yeah. Up until today, it was up until today, it was kind of all business, honestly. We did a lot of promotion and went to their awards banquet and all kinds of stuff. So, What was the track like? Uh, it was like, man, it was probably the hardest packed, dustiest track I've ever seen a race be held at. Sounds honestly. epic. Yeah. It, uh, I mean, it, it's, just, uh, and it's a lot of stuff I worked on them. You know, they, they haven't really been to a lot of races outside of the country, so they don't know how to do track prep. They don't know how to do a lot of stuff, so... Um, I worked on with a lot, gave them a lot of ideas and how to, you know, they, they just want to make their, bring their level of racing. So, right. um, no, I, I just had a lot of input for them and, okay, like we need to water and get equipment and do a bunch of stuff because they're just, right. you know, I think it's normal for, you know, the first lap you can't see anything because the dust is so bad and they think that's normal, you know, and they wonder why people are, you know, getting hurt and all kinds that's of stuff. So not, it's not normal. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. What, what else? What's next for you? Come home tomorrow. Uh, come home and then, uh, yeah, just um, getting ready for getting ready for Europe. A lot of riding and training and uh, whatever. Have a couple weeks at home. And are you coming to Monster Energy Cup? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be there in one uh, one way or another. Oh, okay. uh, I'm, not, I'm not riding, but I'm gonna yeah. come out. So, are you doing the demo? Mason? No, it's Monster guys. I'm oh, really? From that, yeah. Oh, just Monster. I think so. You're a rock star. Yeah. Goddamn energy drinks, dude. Messing everything up. They are. I hate it. You can't. You gotta be one or the other. It's yeah. stupid. Yeah. JT, you all right over there? Did you fall in? Yeah. Did a shark get you? No, no, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, <laughs> thought maybe a land shark got you. From the Saturday Night Live. Sorry. Um, Guys are yelling at me. Yeah. So there's some sort of demo at the. Yeah. Monster but it's cup. in the pits. I think it's not during the race like it was last yeah, year. Yeah, last year they did it during the race. Yeah. Did you do that? Just, no. Oh, that was the best monster? trick that's contest. And you know, I'm too old for that stuff. Oh, okay. Your demo guy. They're doing. They do. uh, are they doing best trick again or no? No, they're doing a demo in the parking lot. Yeah, like just That's a little it. mobile. No, no best right. trick. Yeah, right. a little mobile setup. Uh, Watson hasn't signed his second guy yet either. We found that out tonight, so you can call him if you All want. All right. Yeah. Come on, Ken. Come on, Kenny. All right. Call you tomorrow.
right on, right on, man. Well, hey, thanks for calling in, buddy. Appreciate All it. All right, no worries. Yeah. I'll uh, talk to you guys soon. Sorry, my connection's not that great. Yeah, yeah, no shit. Um, no, yeah. thanks, buddy. Appreciate it, and uh, stay safe, and we'll be in touch. All right, have a good show. See All you guys. Right, see you. PTOsports.com, Jason Thomas, down in Tahiti. We got Motocosta Nations talk, Tahiti talk, freestyle talk, ISDE talk tonight. We covered everything. The only thing we didn't cover, Kenny, was what's Hanny going? What's doing? What's going Hanny? Going on with Hanny? We didn't cover that. Why? Oh, you're trying to piss me off right now. I know. Don't don't start. I want to see Mason. I want Mason to see you in full effect. Get pissed, Ken. He gets no. so mad at the end. Sometimes of the he show. throws the headset down. <laughs> All right. I think we're done. Are we done? Yeah, we're done. I'm tired. I gotta pee. I just got back from Europe. I'm tired. Um. Thanks everybody for listening. Wait, what were you doing in Europe? <laughs> you went to Europe. Eating waffles. Um. BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Fly Racing, Tech One Designs, Freegun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, Race Tech, and Black Ops Moto coming on board. We didn't do any giveaways tonight, but we'll, we'll, we'll do it. We're yeah, off we next did. week. Yeah, we did. Huntington shirt. Oh, yeah. We're off next week, right? Yep. Yeah. Mason, will you come back in another time when, we, yeah. when we have less to talk about so yeah. we can do more? I got way more to talk about besides what <laughs> yeah. I do in my career. Yeah, well, we just had, you know, this nation's, t- you know. So I think you need to come in. We'll get Palm and you in here. It'll be awesome. That'd be fun. Yeah, we can do, we can try to do that. Come on, Ken. We'll get it done. Make it happen. Come on. There's a lot of come on, Ken. Oh, no. Come on, Ken. It's always bad. Um, come on. Ken. Thanks everybody for listening tonight. Thanks to Mike Brown, Mitch Payton, Kyle, Kyle Chisholm, Chisholm, Jason Thomas, and most importantly, thank you, Mike Mason, for coming in and educating us and making us laugh on this day. Thanks, Pookie, for everything you do. You're welcome. Thanks, thanks to the Circle Jerkies for sending in. Yes, presents. thank you, Rambo, and the Circle Jerkies for the gifts. That's awesome. I got a Wendell Clark autograph puck, and you don't. I definitely do not. Um, Watson, thank you for coming in. No coming problem. in early. Enjoy your Wendell Clark autographed Twinkie, whatever that thing is. <laughs> it's a puck, ding bro. Dong, ding dong. Hey, but in Canada, Cupcake. but in Canada, they make ice cream treats shaped like a puck. I bet you, if you had your fair treat of that. I would eat the hell out of those. I things. might have had a few. <laughs> it looks like an Oreo freaking ice cream sandwich. Oh. No, chocolate. it was better than that. It was. It was. But look, just like a puck. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sweet. All right. Good night. Everybody. All right. Thanks thank everybody you. for listening, and uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks. And then, uh, yeah, see you in a couple weeks. Thanks, Mason. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean. You probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.